0: and be sure to be ready to listen to a bunch of nerds argue with each other. All right, we're going to leave your podcast now. Goodbye. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, before we start this episode of the Super Pod Hero Cast, we wanted to let you know that this episode contains a subject matter of a suicide. We want to let everybody know that we take that very seriously. It's not something to be joked around about, but we're still going to do the episode the normal way.
1: We take that topic seriously. However, this is not a podcast about suicide. This is a podcast about a superhero movie, right? and we are going to be as irreverent to this movie as (laughs) we would to every other movie.
0: Exactly. But if you are struggling with Uh, thoughts of suicide through depression there is always a way to get help and i hope that you do that Oh hello. Hello. And welcome to the
1: Superpod Hero Cast. Guys with beers talking about movies with capes.
0: Episode 4. I'm Casey Ryan
1: and I'm Todd Panic.
0: And we just watched Paperman.
1: Paper There's no subtitle for this movie.
0: <laughs> There's no. There should be. There... What what if there was a subtitle? Uh, what would you know be? what this movie should be called? Captain Excellent.
1: This movie should be called This movie is not Captain Excellent. <laughs> That's very That's, true. D- despite what the trailer be... may oh, tell you. Oh that
0: trailer, man. So let's quickly review the rules yes, for let's what do we're doing. So, um, this is episode
1: four. Mm-hmm. The first two movies we reviewed were specifically chosen. Correct. Everyone knows Batman, Captain America. Ooh. Episode three, we chose randomly. We, we chose. watched X Men.
0: Oh, such a good movie.
1: That was fun. Uh, at the end of last episode, we pulled a name and we got Paperman. So, we've watched it. Mm-hmm. And I hope you've watched it.
0: If you watched. Or listen oh. to the trailer that we put in the last episode and right. just went, oh, this looks like a fun, silly yeah. oh, I, oh, quirky indie oh, yeah. movie. Oh, little, a lot of superhero nope. Nope.
1: <laughs> oh, I don't I, want to show my hand too much, but. The correct oh. title for this movie should be Paperman. Fuck you audience, <laughs> sincerely the marketers because that trailer was a steaming bag of shit oh. that in no way represented what this movie is.
0: They really wanted to play up in the trailer. Look at Ryan Reynolds,
1: isn't he a goofball? He's in a cape pizza superhero, <laughs> it's quirky. We've watched the movie previously. Hopefully yes. you have cuz we're going to this is going to be all kinds of spoilery. Mm-hmm. Uh so we're going to talk about it. At yep. the end we're going to uh compare the Rotten Tomatoes score to, to our score. Our score. We're gonna go through some categories:
0: most valuable player, favorite character, best scene, actor having the most fun, yep, and one scene, or maybe two that you would like to cut. I, I have <laughs> Only two.
1: two? Only two? Spoiler: uh, I have two for this two. movie. Okay, because. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so we're, we're going to do that. And then, cool. uh, you know, do we recommend it to you, watch it? Yes or no. Before we do that, uh, very importantly, we should make sure that we also level set on what we're drinking this evening. Oh, yes. Um, Tom. what are we drinking tonight? Uh, this evening, we are drinking a regional favorite, Omegang Brewery's Wit. Ooh. Ooh.
0: That is very smooth.
1: I like this beer. I've had it many times in my keg. Kinda it's like a some,
0: repeat. Some fruity
1: undertones to that it? That would be the Belgian style. No, I, I love I a Belgian a, Yeah, it reminds me of, like, peppery lemony peppery kind of like mm. it's but it's nice a little, it's a nice end so of that. summer beer yes. which we are sadly no.
0: uh, yeah we're closer to thor ragnarok that's true yes!
1: that's true very and excited about that
0: justice league I dig it if they ever stopped doing if fucking they, reshoots they're well, still doing them today
1: come on really oh that's but insane.
0: the reshoots are for more wonder woman that's gonna be fucking great i can
1: get behind that uh, because pepper. spoiler alert
0: wonder woman was great it was
1: awesome before we get to that, we've got some reshoots. Have you received any letters?
0: No, Cap okay. has not written me, Tony.
1: Then I think we're good.
0: He's busy uh, oiling that beard that he has for <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War.
1: Listen, whatever it takes, we I'm, we allow I'm okay with we allow beard. Cap some discretion. Do you think
0: that was Chris Evans just being like, guys, I can grow a really nice beard?
1: You know, I think it fits with what he's doing at the end of Civil War. Yeah, uh, which yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think kind of mirrors the whole. Um, Time in the Captain America history where he's Nomad. The you know he's not. Is Captain that their America. way? There, I, I think that's what they're They're signaling. going for the Nomad.
0: Yeah. yeah, he didn't have a beard as Nomad. No, but, but he had a cape.
1: He had a, he, a short
0: yellow. We're was not, it not yellow?
1: Let's see. I'm I'm thinking of the Jack Monroe Nomad, which was I think blue costume with a yellow cape. I yellow think. cape. Yeah, yeah so yellow I cape. Think he took, and I think Jack Monroe took that. Yeah. Boy, we went off. We went we're off reservation. We're never. We, it, you know, I think as we amass a number of episodes. I think it's going to be pretty easy to see at the start of an episode whether or not we liked the movie, depending on what kind of tangents we go off into before we start. (laughs) Because if you remember... Oh, we will. Although we did... I mean, I guess we both rated Batman okay but oh no cap we went long we went we went far afield and it's, with cap, it's in, yeah and it's obvious that we, we did not want to talk about that movie. well
0: i think with this one the subject matter is you know this is a pretty serious movie. there's yeah. a point where we're gonna have to stop making jokes oh, and just God, just be just like okay so this yes. happened this happened this happened the end
1: Sadly, the end doesn't come fast enough. Oh, spoiler! Alert. Oh, so, and, and also spoiler!
0: spoiler. I'm gonna bring it up now. Did you know that there's an end credit scene? No. Uh, oh, I, I did just not. I caught it the second I, time. Oh. Just. Quickly reviewing it before I came here Okay. Tonight. I was like, oh,
1: our first end credit scene. I'm fascinated. Ooh. All right. No, it's great. Well, let's talk a little bit about the background of the movie. If you were like us when we pulled this name out of Thor's helmet, we'd never heard of this movie before. No. Shocking as we get into it, everyone's in this movie. This movie Everyone. has an amazing
0: cast. It is the A Time to Kill of these kind of movies. Remember the movie A Time to Kill?
1: The John Gresham?
0: Yeah. Do you know who's in that?
1: Oh, Samuel Jackson, Matthew oh, no. McConaughey.
0: Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Oliver oh, right. Platt. Kevin Spacey. Oh, that's right. Donald Sutherland. Okay. All right. See, now I'm convinced. Mickey Cat. All right. It's just like, what the fuck? If that movie was made today, the budget alone would be three times as much for that star power.
1: I hope that that was not the case with this movie, because if so, (laughs) some people lost a lot of money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so this movie uh, premiered at the L.A. Film Festival in 2009 and then got a very limited release mm. in 2010, which is what put it on our radar. You know, it, so it had a release. It had an releases. actual release. Yep. The movie has, according to IMDb, the movie has grossed $15,000. Oof. I. Ouch! Fuck! Yeah, yeah. That's so. How much did yeah, it? Did I, you get the budget? I looked in a couple places. I did not find it. Are so, they embarrassed? <laughs> I, I, they have to I, be. Yeah, I don't know. So some names interesting only because of the connections, mm-hmm. and no disrespect to Kieran Mulroney, the co-writer and director, or his wife Michelle Mulroney, the the co-writer. Oh, okay. Um, Kieran Mo- Mulroney, uh, probably best known as the brother of Dermot Mulroney. Get the fuck out of right? here! Right? Oh wait, it gets better. Kieran is primarily known as an actor, a lot of TV roles, okay. but like small roles. Ironically, uh, is connected to one of the many iconic moments in Seinfeld history. You remember very famously. There's an episode where George Costanza commits the mortal sin of double dipping. Did you just
0: double dip that chip?
1: The man, is that him? The man who accosts George is Kieran Mulroney, the co-writer of and this director movie. Of this movie, yes. You double dip the chip. If you look him up, also, he's got this kind of a weird, he could kind of be a little bit of a doppelganger for J.J. J. Abrams. Really? Yeah, he, the glasses and kind of the, the curly hair on top. You, oh,
0: sure, yeah. yeah.
1: You know, he co-wrote this with his wife, directed it. He's got a couple other writing credits, uh, Sherlock Holmes' Game of Shadows. Whoa. And shared a writing credit with his wife, Michelle, on the Power Rangers movie, 2017. So yeah. If you've never heard of it, don't feel so bad.
0: But you've all heard of Power Rangers.
1: A lot oh, of and, and
0: probably, that's Sherlock Holmes. That's the one with Game of Iron Game Shadows Man. is the second
1: one. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. The guy, ri- yes. The, with, you know, guy that rich- guy. Right. Guy well, ri- when, um, we, when we pull MCU out of the, the helmet, we'll get there.
0: Yes, that'll be the first one. Todd, do you remember from last episode what the Rotten Tomato score was for this movie?
1: It was low mm-hmm. in the 30s. The 32, to 32. Be exact. All right.
0: So I don't even have to look up where that falls. That is an F. That's squarely an that's F. Square, that is, uh, that's summer school time.
1: That, that's, you're like, you know, have you considered Barber College? <laughs> oh, no. Yes. That's, <laughs> not again. that's, that's Barber changing. College. Oh, did, is that? If I, what you said during Captain America. They, oh, wow. Well, <laughs> listen, I love Roadhouse. and
0: uh, But you know it's not good?
1: first of all oh boy how dare you now this is folks we're gonna be at this for a bit the sad (laughs) the sad part of the podcast is that you can't see the outrage or the imperious finger that i'm raising
0: the tony the tiger it's great It's great
1: that's right (laughs) all right is that what you're trying to say that's what
0: i will argue that that movie is not great
1: could we Mm -hmm. consider dalton a superhero a super cooler no well since we're considering
0: dick tracy a superhero now
1: that's true We should probably get to this one. All right, here we go.
0: And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. A very first thing. Yeah. The credits were great. The cool little mix-up of the paper and the live action was great. But all that driving made me feel like we were back in Captain America.
1: No! God, please, no! No! But didn't that look like, so we're in montauk. upstate new york right but we're in oh, syracuse us, us. okay those opening scenes i'm like they're driving down the road from us like, <laughs> yeah. cuz that looks like new york that does not look like downstate well, it looks it, like long island it looks like long island yeah that's long island that looks less densely populated than what i would think of montauk
0: but... oh is that at the, is that's at the, the, the far end. end yeah and it's that's what it looks like except during the summer when remember well,
1: Oh, when it's... At the
0: end of the movie when she's like, I like this time of year. Sure, sure. The summer crowds aren't here They're
1: gone. Probably, again, not a good sign with this movie. I have extended my my whole... Oh, good Christ. Well, first of all, I've got, I don't know, six pages of notes, but... All throughout the first page of notes, I've got multiple references at different times where I'm speculating where this movie takes place. (laughs) That was the most exciting thing to me. So at first I had upstate New York. Then I caught a reference to Sag Harbor. And then finally, uh, I think Emma Stone's character On the beach scene, she says Montauk. Oh, it's Long Island. But I was like, oh, now what am I going to care about for the rest of the movie? (laughs) Yeah. So we got that.
0: Okay. And then they pull up to this little yellow house that (laughs)
1: Jeff Daniels. Oh, man. Pictures didn't do it justice. Yeah. That line was great. So, Jeff Daniels, mm-hmm. the first of a, as we alluded, a phenomenal cast, right? I mean, And
0: everyone's acting the I, shit out of this th- movie.
1: I'm going to feel bad when I crash this movie at oh, the end, no. because I feel like it's certainly not the fault of the actors. I just don't think it's a very good story. <laughs> and everyone's phenomenal. So, Jeff Daniels, Lisa Kudrow, uh, Emma Stone, Ryan Reynolds, Dianne <laughs> Culkin.
0: Hunter Parrish, Hunter the Parr- boyfriend. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's- um
1: Douchebag Central. Personal favorite: Chris Parnell in this very minor role, but it's wonderful. Everyone in the movie is wonderful. Yeah. So this is one of those things where all of the individual pieces, like in terms of performers, is great. Yeah. But the end product just sucks. You know, and I don't, I don't know any way around that. Yeah. So. No,
0: I. Spoiler alert: This movie's a little, <sighs> little poopy. Yeah. So, in that car scene, Ryan Reynolds is proto-Deadpool.
1: You know, I had the exact same name. How um, far
0: away from X-Men Origins Wolverine was this? Was that 2009 also? Oh,
1: boy. I have to look it up. All
0: right. Let's look it up. I feel like he had done that and knew the shit product that was going to come out for that movie. Spoiler alert. Uh, But.
1: Save it for that episode, no,
0: please. I, he, buddy, I got it. It's locked and chambered or whatever the hell. The chambered and locked? I don't know how guns work.
1: Two thousand (laughs) nine. Okay, so yeah, so filming right Right around around
0: the same time. time. So (sighs) poor Ryan Reynolds.
1: You know the funny thing about him, though, and again, very funny. We watched this one separately. So a couple Mm -hmm. of these we watched together. This one we watched separately. I had the exact same note that Captain. So he is Captain Excellent. (laughs) in this movie, but you can see Deadpool forming, except Captain Excellent is what Deadpool would be if all of the cheese that Deadpool has is actually sincerity. Oh, that's so, a really good point. Yeah. So in this movie, Captain mm-hmm. Excellent, these cheesy lines are 100% sincere and delivered beautifully by We'll Ryan get to Reynolds, the sincerity. Right? There
0: is a moment in this that we'll get to it. Again, the, I... the
1: individual pieces mm-hmm. you know, are good, but you're right. If you don't see that and see how Ryan Reynolds is going to Become Deadpool, then you're you're sleeping through the movie, right? Which and I t- wouldn't fault you for. <laughs> I mean, if you've got the opportunity to nap, I'm 46. I get a nap like twice a year. If I got the opportunity for the nap or this movie, you're ooh, nap, I'm, yeah, and then I'm Wikipediaing this movie, which so, would tell me nothing. <laughs> Because no one saw this movie.
0: There are a lot of people who say, oh, Ryan Reynolds is just kind of a one-note actor. But I think he's just really good at playing that kind of character. He does it in a lot of the movies. It's sure. what faults him in being Green Lantern. Spoiler alert. Right. Stuff like that. I don't think it's a bad thing. Especially in a scene in this, he shows the sincere side of him. And I really dug it. I think yeah. you know what scene I'm talking
1: yeah, about. Yeah, Absolutely. But let's talk about Ryan Reynolds' appearance. <laughs> so first of all, he has dyed blonde hair, which is what the fuck is a. Well, I think it's again, it's like the all-American, you know, like the kind of perfect ideal, right? Like that's okay. my assumption, Just right? He's kind of you know, made him look like he's, Captain he's, Nazi. Uh, wow, well, yeah, a little bit. How about? Did you note the the super bulge? Is it a cod piece that he's wearing? He or, has or good for or good for <laughs> God. Yeah. yeah, I salute you,
0: sir. <laughs> Okay, so they go inside and they're looking around the house. Lisa Kudrow is trying to upsell the house. Like, oh,
2: they've got plenty of towels. We didn't need to bring any. Oh, well.
0: All this stuff. And what does Jeff Daniels do? Picks up a seashell, puts it up to his ear, and he's like, there she is, the mighty sea. Still in there. And Lisa Kudrow is just like,
2: wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh? yeah. <laughs> That's so. <laughs>
0: And I thought that showed their emotional states really, well, really well. Now I thought that that's, was a nice moment in the movie.
1: Now, that's interesting. So I had a different reaction. Oh, boy. For the beginning of the movie, I don't know who they are. At one point, I thought they were brother and sister, and I yep. thought
0: it was psychiatrist and patient because he kept calling okay. her the doctor. The doctor, sure. Like,
1: There's a scene shortly where we see them. It's nighttime, and they're sleeping at the house, and they're in bed together. I'm like, I'm like, at this point, I'm pretty sure that they're not brother and sister. But even at that point, I was like, they might still be brother or sister. I I could not because you, I challenge you from the last context name, of Lannister? the minister. Yeah. I challenge you from the context of that scene to figure out what their connection is.
0: From the seashell, you can tell who they are, not to each other, sure. but their As personal. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's funny bits to this, right? Mm-hmm. So he looks over. He looks. over. he's looking around the furniture. <laughs> oh, the his couch. line. The couch. Could be a problem.
2: Don't fixate.
1: He's totally gonna to fixate out. Oh, and yeah. he does. And, and he, he does. does. Of course he does.
0: That is one of my favorite things in the movie. Now, Todd, once again, we will bring yes. up the fact you are a writer.
1: I am an aspiring writer. Okay. <laughs> okay. that's <laughs> better than <laughs> what we had in the first episode. <laughs> okay. You're getting there, buddy. All right. Um <laughs> little by little.
0: how well did you connect to the enormous writer's block? Oh, like no. I kept thinking of you the entire time I'm watching it. I'm like, Jesus.
1: Oh, I love Has, that. It was great.
0: What is the what is the thing he Edmund uh, cherished his
1: uh, the line is, Merton regarded his solitude as something sacred. Shh.
0: Quiet. For the listener at home, we were just scolded that we were being too loud.
1: <laughs> well, I couldn't actually tell. She didn't actually say we were being too loud. She just said the kids were in bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, believe we me. We I, poke, a, I know what scolding do, do, looks like. That do we want to poke that bear, Todd? <laughs> if you talk to my father, yes, he does that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> my father lives with us and pokes that bear. My wife. Mm. all the time.
0: Okay, so um the dinner scene.
1: So again, I'm picking up clues as the movie progresses. I want to understand who he is. I'm not sure about their relationship. Thought uh they were brother and sister, but they're sleeping together. Right. Uh, and then
0: she goes to leave and I got to just point out
1: Have a productive week. Oh god. Y- Fuck. Y- you. Yeah. Yeah, she's, would, listen. She's off to go do her vascular surgery, and why don't you do your little writing thing?
0: Dug into my craw a little bit, and this creates a problem later in the movie that you are made to hate Lisa Kudrow's character. Sure, I yeah. feel like.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The, she's not until presented. there's a
0: specific scene, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, why is this suddenly switched? Yep. Uh, uh, then, but she does have
1: a great line there.
2: You didn't bring, you didn't um, bring him out here,
1: did you? What? No. No. Of course not.
0: Him is? It, C-
1: Captain Excellent.
0: And he is standing literally, literally right behind, behind it. So <laughs> clearly
1: this is a Harvey situation. Right? We should point that out. So mm-hmm. clearly there's a superhero. And it, so already I'm feeling a little bit swindled, mm-hmm. like a little bit of a bait and switch. Thought I was watching a superhero movie and the superhero is only in the guy's mind. Okay. All right. I can roll with that. Point of order. Okay. I
0: didn't feel that. I felt in the trailer that it was an imaginary friend yeah, situation. I, but okay. that's about the only thing that stays true from the trailer. To this movie.
1: You know, and, and it's worth pointing out that when we assembled our list, mm-hmm. we used some internet sources. Mm-hmm superhero movie lists, and we did a cursory inspection of ones that we were not familiar with. (laughs) We did not watch trailers. Had we watched the trailer, I might have challenged this one.
0: I might have, too. And had we watched the trailer, we would still be watching the trailers for all those movies. That's right, exactly. It's a long list. list. So, you this is happening. We are recording we're it
1: now, now. This is why we're picking up these movies. They're superhero movies. They seem to be superhero movies. You know, that line reminded me... I'm a huge fan of... Cannonball Run, arguably oh, one of the greatest. Him, so hi, him. Oh, that was my.
0: exactly my thought. Like, do you it, think that that the, was a callback to it? Uh, Wait a minute. What was his name in that? It was Captain Danger. So wasn't fuck it right, this Captain is, Danger? This is one hundred percent. I'm calling it right that now. That could be this a This was a callback.
1: But the way she hits him
0: is just like is Kyle just Burt like Rennel. Burt Reynolds yeah. hits it. Right? He now. didn't bring
1: him. I I feel like I kind of want to hear that. Dun, dun, dun!
0: Yeah, for some weird reason, this happens a couple of times in the movie. That montage that happens next, mm-hmm. that whole frenetic quick cut of a bunch of stuff happening. Yeah, I'm like, did Edgar Wright direct this? It felt like an <laughs> Edgar Wright. That's kind of his like signature thing.
1: Those quick cuts. The quick like, cuts of things, a lot of stuff happening. Stuff setting, and it's usually stuff
0: mundane up. pouring of beer or stuff like but that. But that
1: kind of goes to like world building. Like you're setting the stage. All these yeah, normal yeah, yeah. things. And God. it happens two or three times, but never
0: with the same stuff. If every time he sat down to write, it wasn't a routine. It wasn't like, okay, I have a
1: glass of orange juice, then I put a piece of paper in, and then I walk out and look at the window, then I come back. No, it's always, yeah. So it it
0: just felt like they were half assing their um, (laughs) their ode to Edgar Wright, being like, kind of like the uh, bullet time in X
1: Men. Like, right hey, kids, remember The Matrix? Remember The Matrix? That was cool, right? Well, look, we can do that, too. <laughs>
2: well, well, can they? We'll can they, Todd?
1: <laughs> so he's all alone. Now it's becoming clear, right? So they've got this place for him. He's going to write. We see this struggle. He's got writer's block. He's he's oh. not producing. So the idea is he's going out here, and he's going to have time by himself, have a productive week.
0: And he keeps fixating on the first name. He can't get past yeah. what the character's name is going to be. But
1: I, 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 and I, I
0: wrote down some yeah, of them. Yeah. <laughs> Horton, Norton, and Norwood is one of his jumps. I'm like, how the fuck do you go from Horton, I guess Horton, Horton, Norton, Norton, Norwood. It works, but I was just like, what does he start with, Edgar? No. Merton. 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 How do you go from Merton to, oh, it's Merton, Martin, Horton,
1: Norton, Norton, Norwood. Norwood? Boy, that's a string of.
0: Well, we know what, having watched the movie, and the audience will find out at the end, there's a reason he keeps jumping huge amounts. Sure. She asks him before he leaves, jumping back, do you want to rent a car for the week? He's like, no, there's a bicycle in the garage. It's only a mile to town. I'll be fine. He goes to leave on the bicycle because he's got writer's block right. who shows up behind him. Captain Excellent.
1: Right. Those are my favorite scenes in the movie. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds and Jeff Daniels. Uh, They're great together. Yeah. They got really you know, nice chemistry. If there's any highlights of the movie, that's it.
0: And I really enjoyed when he, and Marvel is in love with it now. It's a simple camera trick when someone is standing somewhere and something goes in front of the camera and then they're gone. It's literally just the person ducking down or running behind. So they have one of these. He's on his bicycle and he's riding down. He goes right in front of the camera and then Ryan Reynolds is gone. I'm like, okay, we get it. He's his imaginary friend. You don't have to be beating us over the head with this. We get that he's not there. He gets into town and Emma Stone, Oscar very, very, winner, very good Emma in this Stone, movie, right? is hanging out and there are these couple of D-bag guys down the road sure. and Kieran Culkin is hiding behind the corner, yep. just kind of waiting for the douchebaggery to disappear. My note was, man, Hunter Parrish is an asshole. He, he walks up and he just sticks his tongue right down Emma Stone's throat and is like, Later. Do you know where I was introduced to Hunter Parrish? You I know? I'll
1: be honest with you. I didn't recognize him from another movie. The
0: musical Godspell. Oh. He is Jesus in the latest revival that also has Crazy Eyes from <gasps> Orange, Orange is, is the New, New Black. Black, yeah. Oh no um, kidding. Uh Uza Adubo.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh that's Adupo
0: strange. Adubo or Duba? Uh,
1: well, he's a dick. <laughs> he's, he's a he a is a douche shit in this, in like, this movie. <laughs>
0: That was you good. like that? Thank you. That's um, for you. But as like as a dad who has a daughter, oh my man, god, what do you do I'm if just he like, shows up at your house? Uh, I say no, no, close the door, <laughs> just close the door, no, mm, no, no, no. no. Um, why was Kieran Culkin hiding behind the corner, Todd? That was creepy. Why was he waiting for no one else to be around? So, hmm. so
1: my early thoughts are he is. Trapped in the friend zone, and you know, oh yeah, l- 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 you know, pines for her. She has this douchey boyfriend. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. This is the movie where the plot, as such, doesn't really exist. And so it's all about the characters, right?
0: It's all about it's. It's very much an indie movie where it's. It's all character studies. It's right? all about character studies. It's a slice of life for these people. Sure,
1: and we find very early clearly there's something wrong with Emma Stone. We see her. She literally starts she a garbage. Starts fire. a garbage <laughs> fire, right? Yeah. So she's not well. Um. She starts a garbage she fire. She starts a garbage I mean, fire. I mean, that's you know, a that's, tough one to come back. And from. then
0: Jeff Daniels, just the dad in Jeff Daniels' character, comes out like, "Hey, I don't do that." Yeah, it, it, she it, runs away, and he puts it out with his coat.
1: Solid move. Solid move, as you do. An odd dynamic between these two, much in the same way that I can't initially tell. You know, the relationship between Jeff Daniels and Lisa Kudrow's characters.
0: Like theirs is, is very ambiguous is it, in the beginning, yeah.
1: Is there an attraction? I don't think there is. I mean, I, a, no,
0: I agree with you. But there's something, you know. What, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. So yes. Um. So then he kind of like. But it's an odd. It's to, an
1: it's an odd exchange, right? Is that
0: you mean the the exchange when he tries to sneak up on her and yeah. he
1: she's got she's got hand, hand sanitizer, And soap, soap to that's get right. rid of the squeak on the wheels because it's right. driving her it's crazy. Just,
0: that's
1: right. Oh, oh, oh. See. You know what she needs? A good Dutch angle. Fuck you. <laughs> Call <was> back. The, <laughs>
0: while we're talking about, you know, it makes her crazy, mm-hmm. there's a lot of layers to this movie of, not layers, there's a lot of symbolism in this like movie. Like an onion? It's- or parfait it makes me cry
1: parfaits are delicious
0: Jeff Daniels' obsession with the couch feels like the trope of when you go to a psychiatrist you lay down on a couch Uh he needs mental help she's crazy about things she talks about being crazy a couple times not like actual crazy but things are driving her crazy sure Kieran Culkin drives her nuts at one point I think she says I feel like it's subtle but it's not that these two are mentally unstable yeah
1: I don't know that we need to say subtle. It's <laughs> it's presented in a variety of formats yeah, across a variety
0: true. of scenes. Yeah. He catches up to her, she sprays uh, sprays down his wheels and as she's walking away he's like,
3: "Well, I was just I kind of uh I just moved into town and I need uh uh a uh, babysitter."
1: <laughs> Funny scene. So Funny scene. He's a quirky character. Then we cut to that night when she shows up at mm, the
0: There's the there's the uh the couch. Well, that's scene. when Oh, yeah. Where he's trying to write again, and he freaks out about the couch, and he's putting a cover over it. He's taking all the pillows. Sure. Is that something that I've heard different forms of writers. You either you sit at the computer, and you just wait for something to come, or if you're stuck, you get up and you move around and do stuff. Which camp do you belong uh,
1: in? Probably the camp that's probably not really productive. I like writing in bars. I, so like I like writing. I like things happening around me that I'm not a part of. That's fine. So like, That's... so I have a hard time writing at home where the kids, you know, you right. so where I'm have where i part of that. So uh-huh. I like at a bar where things are happening, but it, I'm just in it, but not engaged in it. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, that 100% makes sense.
0: So then he does the couch stuff. He freaks out. He leaves again. He goes to the docks. And I just wanted to point out that in that scene, it is so windy. Mm-hmm. And Ryan Reynolds, if you notice, he's holding the cape tightly next to him this so it doesn't is, flow all over the place. This, this is great, the, it was great, great cape work. Yeah, I really thought it was a smart little subtle so it's not flapping all over the place hitting Jeff Daniels in the face.
1: So Casey, let me ask you. Let me answer. There was a time when you were very active in the theater community. Your brother is a professional actor.
0: I, he is. I just went to go see him the, in the show.
1: Right. I am aware that actors have resumes and part of that resume includes things that would be relevant to a performance to include noteworthy skills. So everyone has Special skills. Everyone has yeah. Driving right, like your right? driver's license. Yeah, guitar. You know, like, I play guitar. Right mm-hmm. then, and then all these oddball things. Do you think Ryan Reynolds puts cape handling? I went a long way around for that joke, didn't
0: I? <laughs> he went. He I went all kinds way.
1: of time, but. Because that's some pretty impressive cape
0: it is. It's great. Um, yes, I do believe, probably on his resume. If it doesn't, Mr. Reynolds, I'm sure you're listening to this great podcast. Put it on there, Put buddy. Put it on there, yeah. And you're welcome.
1: So we, we were joking before we really got going here talking about uh, Ryan Reynolds, Captain Excellence, movie announcer voice. At the 22 minute and five second mark, Jeff Daniels asked him. Do the voice.
0: Is this the second time? Is this on the docks at night?
1: That's on the docks at night. So we've
0: got the babysitting scene. We have the
1: babysitting scene right, and then he goes there. Yeah. So
0: let's first. So the next scene is the babysitting scene, and all I really have to say is when Jeff Daniels tells Emma Stone, "There
3: is no baby," as such.
1: Again, Jeff Daniels is brilliant in this. But
0: why didn't she just say, "Oh, there's no"? Baby, I'm going to leave, strange adult man.
1: I think if she's not a troubled person. You know, again, I think the mm. whole idea is that, you know, she's got Cause her own Because her demons. response,
0: what's her response?
1: Shit, then this will be easy.
0: So then he goes back to the docks. It's nighttime. Jeff Daniels is either doing some great environment work of making himself seem cold, which with that wind that's going, I think it was. And yep. Ryan's doing a really good job of not letting the yeah. cold affect him.
1: He looks heroic throughout he, the entire movie. Never,
0: do you remember the show Quantum Leap? Yeah. Dean Stockwell had to do the same thing because he was a hologram in all those scenes. So he couldn't ever react could to what was happening. Yeah. Oh I, yeah. I thought that was he was Dean Stockwell level of not letting the environment that is, that affect some, him because he's not there.
1: That is some geeky specific praise, but mm-hmm. I love it. I think Shout that's out consistent.
0: To the great show.
1: Quantum leave. <sighs> so good. <sighs> Again, if you don't know that this is like an indie movie, all the little quirkiness So while he's out, Emma Stone's gonna make him soup.
0: The soup. The soup. But while he's there, what does Jeff Daniels ask? um, Oh,
1: so this is so at 22 minutes and five seconds into the movie, Uh he says to Captain Excellent, Do the voice.
0: And he says When the world is in peril, when evil surrounds you,
2: when danger is lurking, what do you call?
0: What is his response? Do you remember?
1: I'm bolstered. I'm bolstered. I'm bolstered. So, little tidbit here, so we'll peel back the curtain for a minute. I probably kept playing it back five or six times to figure out what is the word he's saying. I couldn't figure it out. I am bolstered. I'm bolstered until I turned on closed caption. I did the same. i was like, oh, that makes it so much easier. I watch most
0: movies with closed (laughs) caption.
1: Well, I feel like now I have to. Yeah. So, there you go. So, our Um, listeners at home. So, Captain Excellent is kind of this Harvey figure, right? mm -hmm. He's only there for Richard. Jeff Daniels' character, Mm when he needs him. But that, I'm bolstered, I'm bolstered, it's cool. It's kind of an empowering chant, right? It invigorates him. So, again, cool.
0: When he yelled that, it felt disingenuine. And I feel like later in the movie, when he's admitting all the stuff, Mm -hmm. I thought that was a great little, oh, that's why it felt like that. Because he was not bolstered. Captain Excellence's mantra, if you were, does not do what it did before for him because mm-hmm. he's been saying the same thing to him for 40-some-odd years.
1: I didn't take that from that scene, but I can see what you're saying. Okay. So that'll be interesting. I'm, I might go back and watch that to yeah, see that. Yeah, I just, I, so I just you, felt like it was like ring true, true for
0: you. Because like, Jeff Daniels is a very underrated actor in Hollywood, right. I feel. He's yeah. excellent in everything I've ever seen him in, Yep, I agree whether on. it be screwball comedy, Dumb and Dumber, or very serious drama, Two Days in the Valley, Speed, or Speed.
1: Right, action movie, right? <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Or this. Or this. (laughs) Whatever this Mm. is. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So Richard comes back. He's impressed that Abby Mm. has made him soup. And the line he says is,
3: It's fantastic that you made something from nothing.
1: Which I feels like a you know as, pointing to what he does right like he sits down at a page that's blank and his aspiration is to create a story to put words there and she did it right
0: and that kind of shows how he feels of himself as a writer sure because he, he's saying he's not, you've done something out of nothing I'm like Emma so didn't make something out of nothing she took ingredients and made a soup sure still an impressive thing to be able to make soup it's nothing to be balked at but just the fact that it's not the same as writing something even though I don't watch the show I have the appreciation for the world building mm-hmm. that George our Martin has done, <laughs> yeah, or something that I can be closer to J.R.R. Tolkien doing Lord of the Rings, being like, Hey, I'm gonna make up my own fucking language,
1: right? What the fuck, I, you know? I think that that line's important because we've seen him struggling with the writer's block. There's a reference earlier to the fact that he's got a deadline, I think he's got um three months to basically write a book, and he clearly has nothing because every time he sits down to tell this line, it's obvious that this is the beginning of the book. Right, and he, it's nothing. So I think that's more about kind of gauging where he's at.
0: And we don't know at this point what the book's about. We haven't. Well, no, oh, but very really quickly back. we find
1: out. Right immediately after this, we find right. out this is a, about a chicken. First of all, how dare you? It's about a chicken. It's about the last surviving heath hen.
0: And what is a hen?
1: It's a bird.
0: And, but what? As another name for a hen?
1: I don't know that I would characterize that as a chicken. All right, it's a goddamn chicken you know sign number 437 this is an indie movie he's writing a book about the last surviving Heathen.
0: Oh, this is such an indie darling. Oh, uh, right. Oh, it, man. I feel
1: like if you were gonna put together, like, what are the go-to elements that'll make an indie hit? I feel like they were like, and he's writing a book. It's about this animal you've never even heard of, and it's, the last it's one. so hipster, like, right? like, yeah, it, it, like it every one of these little pieces feels like you know they're out on this desolate Montauk off season, and it and he's in this old house. The house isn't run down. It kind of has that worn look to it. it. Has a it
0: hasn't been taken care of, but it's not dilapidated. I don't. Think. Think. Uh
1: no. No, that's yeah. that, maybe that's that's harsh. Yeah. But I mean it's it certainly seems to be the house is past its prime. Ooh. Again. So metaphor more, for him. More, right. Yeah. You know, I mean like clearly all these things again, it's I feel like almost at some point it gets like overly obvious. Like, like, like the, look at all the things that we're doing to uh, point A perfect
0: out. example, the couch. the couch. That couch would have been a very regarded couch in its time, much like his book seems like it was very regarded at some at point if time. he gets another one. But now it's kind of schlocky, and he feels maybe the same. Yeah, You know what? We're not going to keep harping on the fact that this movie just keeps doing the same metaphor symbolism.
1: Um, Funny exchange with Abby tells us, if you you don't already know it, Emma Stone has great comic timing. She's She's hilarious. She's great, right? So uh, again, the couch is an issue, so he's back talking with her. Does this couch make me look fat? He asks her, and her response (laughs) is... I wouldn't sit there. Yeah, she does it great. She's perfect. He's like, spot on timing, deadpan, perfect. Then there's the dinner scene. So now, and I... Her name's got to be in here somewhere, but Lisa Kudrow's character, his wife, the doctor, That's a th- returns. I, I
0: think they say it near the end, but the problem is is that through most of the movie, he either refers to her as my wife or the doctor.
1: Which is, again, indicative of this lack of a real connection they have in their relationship. She's yeah, not like, even a person. She's a role. She's right? a role, yeah. 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 There is so much pathos in this scene where they mm-hmm. go out to dinner, and it's like a this, I will call, decrepit restaurant they're in Although, with, the lo- with the lobster um, dinner. Is that not the most depressing dinner you've ever seen on film?
0: I bet you, well, we're not going to see a whole lot of eating because superheroes don't eat in movies. But yeah, no, you're right. It is so sad.
1: Yeah. Again, if you don't know that there's problems in their relationship, Lisa Kudrow cuts his lobster and feeds him like a child. And
0: his response. If
3: only everything in the world could be covered in butter. What a world that would be. I guess.
0: But then he keeps going with that. And I was like, all right, Jeff, stop.
1: What a buttery world. Yeah, boy. Is that Jeff or is that the direction, the writing, the editing?
0: Hmm. Well, it's a, it's it's a, a funny single line. shot. It's a funny line. The, the butter line but is funny. But should,
1: should that have ended there? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Good. All right. One Moving on. 1,000%.
0: 1,000%. Okay. So
1: I think the answer to everything, could that have ended a little sooner? Yes. Because this well, is also uh, a long movie. It's an hour and 47-ish. It felt like more. Yeah,
0: it's this. Yeah, it's not that long. It's oh not, no, Todd! It's it really showing your hand? Wait, whoa! I, suddenly, I was from Minnesota. Showing your, your hand here. Oh no! Oh, don't you know? Oh yeah! Oh Christ on a cracker! I mean,
1: hour forty-seven that's Yeah, well, an hour fifty on IMDb. But I mean, that's long. But it's a long movie. All eh, right, it's a long movie. All right. So in any uh, event, could have I mean, been a little tighter. Could have tightened it up. Well, one way up. they could
0: have tightened it up um, was... Not the- do the movie? That's a joke that <laughs> oh, I stole. That's, no. We can't do that. Yeah. No. One of, the, one of the ways they could have tightened it up was get rid of Captain Excellent. No. Yeah. If they had gotten rid of that and just no. had him be a struggling well, writer and all see, this stuff, but then it does create a problem. It fr- Where does he go? He just goes to the bar each time.
1: Well, y- yeah, but... Mm, so you can't hey, hey we the, wouldn't we, have had to watch this movie. The, ah. Oh, see now you've now you've got me. Now we see Abby with her boyfriend Bryce. Oh, the car sex so, scene. Again, the names. Like you know the character's gonna be a douche because his name is Bryce. Bryce. Fuck you, Bryce. No no offense to I'm sure there are nice Bryce's in the world. Bryce, if you're Dallas Bryce Howard, a, if you're if you're a male Bryce in a movie, you're a dickhead. Look, my name's Todd. If there's a your character name, yeah. if there's a character in a in a show named Todd, 99% chance the character's an idiot in some way. <laughs> and why is the carpet all wet, Todd? I don't know, Margo.
0: So they're in there and she's got her coat on all the way. Oh, uh, Stephanie's like, can't you just take your... Oh, he tries to like take it off. She we- stops him, zips it back up, and he's like... She's like, "Can't you turn on the heat?" And what's his response?
1: You want to pay for the gas?
0: Oh. Fuck you, dude! You are I, having sex with this girl. That scene is, is everything.
1: All of the douchiness of Bryce aside, that scene is everything I hate about car sex. <laughs> car sex never appealing to me. For well, it,
0: like, you're just, it's yeah, I'm a nooner, who, right,
1: that, buddy. <laughs> You turn the heat on? Uh, well, <laughs> or <more, more, more laughs> the air conditioning. In, in the, got it. Okay. All right. So setting the ambiance. All right. <laughs> uh, well, it's clear that Abby is not enjoying this exchange. And it's a very sterile. Bryce is happy. She's, uh, not, she's yeah, not. He and finishes he, and he she, she literally goes, Are you done? and he picks up and then inhales a cheeseburger. Oh god, so gross. And then and just she, gets, she gets out of the car yeah.
0: and you find out that they're right outside right her out house her house, yeah. New no, new. No, no. Yeah. No, so, no.
1: this is a bleak movie. I mean, even Richard's humor is almost like Pathetic. black humor, you, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, black humor. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. The only uplifting moments are when Ryan Reynolds are on, is on screen. So again, you have to have him. You have to have him in this movie for any kind of counterpoint. Right. Because everything else. And again, you know the muted colors throughout Montauk. It is a gray movie, and everything is bleak.
0: Yeah, this movie has very, very muted colors.
1: Right. Uh, uh, but again, Captain Excellent appears this bright red. Right. Again, bright, so red and blue. He's mm-hmm. a contrast, right? You know, he's, contrast.
0: He's the poor man Superman. Right clearly Uber. how did that cape go on him that cape like because it was on there but the x on the front of him that connected with the ce mm-hmm. gold was that all part of the cape
1: i you know i think that's one of those costumes that has to get like assembled on him you God. know it's not like separate pieces I, I feel like that's one of those things where there was you have he has to be put into the costume how does he pee? well i think they've learned now that you make those costumes with someplace yeah. you can get you can get to that because yeah uh, what was George that? Clooney, like, right?
0: Peed right in the batsuit. That's you know sometimes <laughs> much you... like all the people who made that movie peed all over Batman. Oh, that's
1: unfortunate. <laughs> but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. No, no, no. Go past this. Past this part.
0: The car sex scene. Then it's the operation scene. It's the next thing I have anything about.
1: Yes. Yes. Fuck
0: you, Elisa Kudrow. You're it, a surgeon. You don't play it, operation with anyone. It
1: feels a little unbalanced.
0: It feels like she's kind of demeaning him.
1: Yeah, damn. so they're reinforcing the point they made last time we saw her when she's literally cutting his food for him, right? Like it's God such it. a it's such an imbalanced relationship. I feel like they just keep hammering these points that over she's and a, over. Again that she's that, this horrible. That there's no parody in mm-hmm. their relationship. You know, what I mean, yeah. they are not equals, right? Which again, which is why when I don't know what their relationship is, because the last thing it seems like is that they're husband and wife, because they don't mm-hmm. seem to have that kind of parody. But yeah, so she destroys him at operation.
0: Oh well, she leaves and and he starts for some reason doing origami. Does Abby mention something about origami? Did I miss that?
1: Later, it does because he gives her right. But he does gets, she say something before? No, what no. what
0: triggers him to want to do origami? I,
1: so I think that is on par with not writing the book. It, it, it's every way to pro, to gotcha. procrastinate from right. right and
0: there's right. like that funny shot of. He's got like forty different origami, and it's all surrounding Ryan Reynolds, who is sitting like that typical girl on the phone, legs up behind him
1: wait <laughs> legs up behind him wait no that's like, a different like, oh, that's well, a different that's a different movie that's a different podcast movie <laughs> <laughs> uh again ryan Reynolds is great he's great in this he's movie. providing the perfect view into the scene. he kind of gives us the lens on which how we should see this. Like he recognizes how ridiculous this is. But the
0: problem is the imbalance in this movie is that it is silly and fun when Ryan's around, but everything surrounding that is pretty serious subject matter. I had a hard time with that.
1: Well, again, the movie that you think you're watching, if you see that trailer, on trailer, is not the movie you're going to see. Right. So and I think
0: that's where it gets the score that it got from Rotten Tomatoes. People thought it was going to be this quirky fun. Jeff Daniels trying to write a book, having trouble with it. His imaginary friend's not helping him. He meets Emma Stone. Hilarity ensues. There's sure. no hilarity. Yep. Because we are on to our second babysitting scene.
1: Right, right. And Abby, very thoughtful, has brought him a fluke. It's
0: a fluke. That joke. Oh, God. Uh, What does he say? In what sense? All right, we get it. A fluke is a double word. Right. Gotcha. So I had a problem with him just buying all the stuff to make the soup and just.
1: He bought her a rutabaga. (laughs) Butter, that was an impressive rutabaga. That was
0: a big... I, a I don't big, know... I don't know how
1: much soup you get out of a rutabaga, but you get a lot out of that one.
0: Yeah, no shit. So that was troubling that he was just like... Soup ingredients. You know, if you feel like it. And then he goes to the bar and the uh, Jeff Daniels. I love... I've only been able to play drunk once. Mm -hmm. It's so fun because it is a challenge and a delight at the same time because you can't get too big Mm -hmm. because the audience will be like, tone it down. But you don't want to make it too small because then the audience won't get that you're drunk.
1: Jeff Daniels drunk
0: in this movie. Perfect.
1: I I really like this bar scene. Mm -hmm. So he's he's at the bar, right? And he's unloading his troubles.
0: and (laughs) And nobody's interested in the beginning.
1: And then amasses, then he becomes the center oh, so of the bar awesome. as he's telling them the story that he's theoretically writing.
0: He is inadvertently holding court. Yes. I don't think he's trying to get this oh, no, story. no, I don't think so. And that's what makes you love this character in that moment. But
1: then what happens between there and sitting down? Because he's got a story to tell. And it's clearly... But what's blocking him from he, it? Yeah. He's so passionate about it that it's infectious. And he becomes the center of the bar as sure. people cannot wait to hear it. So this last heath hen in a fire... And the bird's too dumb to flee the fire. So I'm like, is this this clumsy metaphor for him in his relationship? He's too dumb to flee this marriage with with no heart. Uh, But again, like at this point, I'm like, I thought I was watching a superhero movie. I don't know that I care. So again, maybe if I'd gone into this thinking I was going to see this kind of somber indie character piece.
0: This would have not been on the podcast. This yeah. would not
1: have been on the podcast. But if I had watched it with that context going in, maybe I feel differently about it. Mm, I, still, I see. Yeah. I still think that some of the pieces, like they kind of are a little overly. They they just keep hitting it very. There's no subtlety at all in what they're setting up. Like it's, like everything is like a couple beats too much, right? And they come back yeah, to it yeah. one time too many. You know, like everything, everything that would have been nice if it was more subtle. I feel like it's it's just all very case in crude. point. The fluke. It. if flute. that had just
0: been the first time i be like that's Perfect. a cute joke yeah but the, when lisa repeats it right. i was like okay we get it we get it so then i oh boy okay let's pause for a second yeah let's refill our beers because this is when the movie starts getting serious so okay i feel all right this scene All right, so All right. we have switched beers. So, okay, so because... we'll be transparent here, yes. Oh, yeah, we have to be because oh, okay, we've got a shout-out out to... Sure. Yes. What are we drinking now, Todd? So, uh,
1: sadly, the keg kicked for <sighs> um, Gang, So we each got, Rest one, in peace keg. We got uh, one serving each out of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are now drinking Sam Adams Rebel Grapefruit IPA.
0: And I think this is a perfect time to clink again because this is, I feel, where the movie moves from quirky indie darling to a little more serious. All, All right. right.
1: Ooh. I I like this, well, that's I, I don't, ta- don't like like tangy. I don't like grapefruit. I like mm-hmm. this beer. Mm, that's good.
0: Yeah. That's a good palate cleanser because we're about to talk about <laughs> Jeff Daniels getting home oh. drunk. My only question is, was Jeff Daniels' character hitting on Emma Stone? So
1: I think no.
0: I think no too. Okay, okay. good, right. good. Okay,
1: good. We're on the same page. So
0: it was just mistake because there's a couple moments in it that made it very ambiguous like when he's getting real close to her but I think he's just a passionate person
1: I, right I think he's I, I think he's kind I can of,
0: relate to that drunk Jeff Daniels character the more I imbibe the more passionate I get about stuff so I would be that same I, I don't think he thinks of her that way
1: I can't wait till your wife joins us on an episode. <laughs> I'd love to see the look on her face when she listens to this one. Oh,
0: uh, she knows. She exactly knows when I've had too much to drink. Sure, And sure. she just puts her hand on my leg and
1: says, stop. My wife has left me at a number of bars. Has she really? More than one or two. <laughs> Often when I drink scotch. Oh, yeah. I don't, scotch drink, is, sco- I don't drink scotch. Anymore. Tequila is
0: my Oh, that's your. That's your,
1: Got it. Okay. Yeah, so I'm with you. I do not think that he's hitting on her. That's going to create a problem later in the movie. Oh, it will. He's clearly being intimate in the sense of revealing very personal, private things. He's talking about the relationship he has with his wife, how she mm -hmm. sees people as machines, Mm -hmm. rot factories. I mean, it's harsh stuff. It's it's very, but it's it's intimate in that sense.
0: Yeah, and you know, I think a part of it also he's all jazz because everyone in the bar was like, "That's a fucking great book." I'd totally. He's like. A perfect example the shows you have done mm-hmm. there is that after show buzz that you sure, have sure. You know, you're like i
1: fucking did it the show that's but where we, he is so actually we should point out we are recording this on friday september the 8th and this morning episode one released it's that same uh, yes. feeling oh, like once you're we live was, with it right it's that, that, it's that same feeling of that energy that yeah, 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 You're energized.
0: I believe I messaged you at seven this morning. and said, "Dude, we're
1: podcasters." Uh, yeah, but I get that. Yeah, that's that same feeling. Clearly, that's what he has. Mm-hmm. He gets back to his house. Abby is there, and he starts, you know, unloading. He's opened the kind of emotional vault that he's mm-hmm. been locked, in, and he's getting physically closer. And she interprets that as he's making a pass at her, and she punches him.
0: Uh, no, he she hits him with a book. Oh no, she does. She right hooks him, then hits right. him with a yeah. with the book. And I also want to point out that her reaction is perfectly natural mm. she's a kid
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: how old do you think and, they're supposed she drives so she's got to be at least 16
1: you know it's right right and, and it's boy i'm trying to think i felt like there was a reference to high school mm-hmm. we don't ever see her working so it must she must be she's a high schooler she's yeah because
0: they're talking about how they can't have That's a party right, because, because the, somebody's parents yeah mm-hmm.
1: yeah i mean again we've got this unconventional relationship we have this well, she's punched him. So right, right now we know, but we're going to have this kind of this non romantic emotional connection between these two lonely characters. Right, right. I
0: felt that that was their connection, and but, that creates a problem for the literal next scene. Lisa Kudrow shows up again. Her character, uh, the Doctor,
1: Claire. Claire. Claire, Claire shows up
0: the next day. Lisa Kudrow's character. But
1: again, it's this is i think the first time i picked up on her name i mean so again it's like
0: (laughs) and we're we're good halfway through this movie by this point we're about 45 minutes in they make her out to be this terrible person because at this point he has she's
1: ugly in this scene
0: moved the couch outside yes yep Yep. and And has he built the the books out of no oh they're just hanging out
1: there and he hasn't written anything that's right but there's soup in the kitchen there's soup in the
2: kitchen have you been making soup
1: and Jeff Daniels, brilliant, standing in his tidy
0: whities Oh, wait. Before that, excuse me. Before that, there's the mini-golf scene. Um, and it's weird that it's an abandoned mini-golf place. It's just Emma Stone and-
1: I think uh, it's off-season, right? Like, if it was- you know, But
0: still, why, why do we only see him in empty places with her? It's, it's troubling.
1: Troubling. Hmm. Mm, interesting.
0: She shows up to apologize at- the house. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you need to go.
3: What? You need to go now.
2: Well, screw you too.
0: Lisa Kudrow leaves. Is that when... Oh, no, no that's No, later. because they
1: have a deep conversation.
0: Oh, right. He's like... As he
1: is preparing the fluke. Oh, the fluke scene. It's, which is horrifying to watch. <laughs> it's just... It's. But now, to be fair, if someone gave me a fish and I had to prepare, Oh, I don't know how to do it. Oh, that, that I would look... Yeah, it was i mean yeah at one, i mean always, at one point he basically he is almost <laughs> the point where he's he's like he gets out like an ice cream scoop and he's just like trying to scoop out the fish meat he literally it's, takes
0: it opens it up from the bottom turns it inside out and just starts
1: shaking oh it's it's <laughs> it's hard to watch
0: it's, it's at least is great in that scene with her horrified face like what, what? stop yeah.
1: and this is the moment is that when he sees her in town because Then he says who's your friend with the bri- with the bike? Bryce, he runs into her in the town. That's <laughs> that's
0: when he says Claire would understand. Okay. That's
1: the that's the exchanges in, in the town. Um but again, I don't I don't care if it happens at the house or in the town. It's a nice exchange there. We
0: ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna jump around because yeah. this yeah, that's movie's fine. tough.
1: Look, if you didn't watch it, well Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> um
0: so then we are at the beach. When Emma jumps in the ocean,
1: yeah, we're, okay. get, uh, we're getting there. So, oh, oh, oh. Richard. He so apologizes. Richard, yeah. he has this weird thing. He doesn't know what to do with his hands. Jesus was a carpenter.
0: This is all on the beach, though. He
1: wasn't enough to save. Oh, that's right. They're on the beach. They're yeah. walking on the beach. Yeah. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. I didn't care for that. It did, I, it did I, nothing for me.
0: I connected to it, um, having because watched... you
1: were a jeezai. <laughs> no, because so I'm the little... running joke is Casey was. Jesus in one of the productions of Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh, no, the same along- production that everyone else was. Right, right. But, right. So one that's company. our, that's our, that's the Jesus. Yeah. Right. Um,
0: but having watched so much of my performances on film, I feel like Will Ferrell in. I'm not sure what to do with my hands. I am completely uncomfortable as yes, I'm mumming, out over here. Sure. I am completely uncomfortable with my hands. On, in fact, uh, the show that we did, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, I have my hands in my pockets as much right. as possible. I'm like, I have pockets. Hooray, <laughs> I can hide them. So I really connected with... I have a problem with my hands. It was a weird speech. It's a weird speech, but I get what he's trying to say.
3: Even Jesus. I mean, he, he was a carpenter. You know, it wasn't enough for him to save mankind. He needed a trade. I'm a flimsy man. I'm insubstantial. Well, compared to Jesus. Paper. So does this go yeah, back to little... his?
1: Does this go back to his uh, amazement that Abby made soup? She made something out of nothing. Uh... Like, is that the whole idea that so saving mankind or writing a novel mm-hmm. is like you know it's not it's not concrete? Making soup or working as a carpenter is doing yeah. something that you can see the, the direct, concrete result of, and that it has value. Like, it, uh, like, is that the issue, that he doesn't value what he does? Oh, yeah. I, mean, I think he does. He, I, so, I mean, I guess I guess, if well, that's he's, the point, then that scene makes sense. Otherwise, yeah. I'm like, this is literary jerking off. Like, what's the point <laughs> of this? It is a little, little respiratory, right? yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, so then they're at the beach, and who does Emma see off in the middle distance
1: once again christopher has followed her
0: but like is hiding
1: yeah like he's in the oddest places right he's like, up on like a sand dune. Up, uh, behind, like behind a craggy rock <laughs> he's like, uh, and he says it's a little bit um, <laughs> a little weird and, and so he sees them embrace his friends and clearly yes. is troubled by this so okay. right and then
0: she runs Love into the triangle,
1: ocean but it's not a triangle because. Richard and Abby are friends. Well, he's sad. Mm. We have to take him at his word. We have no evidence. Okay.
0: Um, And I really connected with Emma running into the ocean because I have thalassophobia, which is a fear of the ocean. Not so much just like the ocean, but you go far enough out there, there's shit that could kill you really easily. Okay. There's parts of the ocean we've never seen the bottom of. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows what's down there? The abyss, definitely. The movie. This the abyss. is a
1: perfectly logical fear. Yeah, you see. this it, is not an irrational fear. Dear. But
0: I feel it's irrational at the same time. So to my... the
1: degree to which you experience is irrational.
0: Uh yes. <laughs> Got it. To the to the point where I will not go into the ocean. I'll stand in it. <laughs> I did the exact same thing that Emma Stone <laughs> does when my family and I vacationed in North Carolina. Uh-huh. I just we were sitting there on the beach. I turned to Danny and went fuck it. And Danny, my wife, and I just ran right out into the ocean and did the same thing. Ran sprawling and f- belly flopped right in. I'm like, oh, I remember doing that just a couple months ago. So nice, That felt good to see someone else did run into you the then ocean imme- like a moron.
1: Did you then immediately run out as fast as you could? I stood up and I was like, alright, I did it. <laughs> fuck! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not swim
0: in the o- so that was For a split second, that was the Artec in um, NeverEnding Story. I was like, oh, God, is she dead? But what do we find out? She's not dead. Her twin sister is dead.
1: What a twist. So, again, I feel like if you are checking the box for all the quirky indie character <laughs> Yeah, somebody's, studies, some, somebody's right? dead that there's we find a, out halfway a de- through. Right, there's a defining death.
0: Though her story... In the in the restaurant there that they end up mm-hmm. in a couple times.
1: Which is a great really? contrast. Well acted by so this, Emma. Yeah. So this is John's drive-in. So Richard and Abby.
0: That's the name of the place? Yep.
1: John's drive-in.
0: I missed that. Yep.
1: Now when we see Claire and Richard at the lobster place, their dinner, their interaction together is incredibly depressing. Mm-hmm. When you see... Abby and Richard at John's Drive-In, it looks like a 70s diner. I mean, it's it yeah, looks it's old, got a nice but, feel. but their exchange is more positive and energetic and upbeat. So again, Even though
0: she's talking about her dead sister who
1: she, drowned yep, in the ocean. Agree 100%. Yeah, and then she
0: goes there every year to, and jumps in and swims back. Yep. Does she say in a hope that she'll come?
1: I don't remember that, but okay. it's entirely possible that I was just like, please, God, let this movie be over. Ooh, ooh, oh, whoa, oh, whoa, right, 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 right. <laughs> whoa.
0: So then they go their separate ways. We go to a scene where Emma Stone is asleep on her couch, and who's just sitting there and says,
2: "That was our thing
1: every year, and you know it." Jared Culkin,
0: very unsettling. Christopher,
1: yes. How
0: the fuck did he get into her house?
1: Uh, This is where I've got the big stars in my notes. Where Uh I called Uh, it at this point, right? So uh, there's a very funny. Oh,
0: Captain Excellent and Jeff Daniels are on. A couch together or was there something before that Oh, before that there's Go a ahead. very
1: funny bit where claire the doctor lisa kudrow has been calling the shack the little cabin nope the voicemails
0: before that they're sitting on the couch and he's like kind of trying to get information from from captain excellent and he <laughs> captain excellent says what do you want me to say i don't know no 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 tell me what you want me to
3: say, literally. Because frankly, at this point, I I got nothing. Because
0: he is a figment of his imagination. Sure, sure. I was like, that's a great thing, like... You control everything that I do subconsciously. You're not doing that right now. You need to literally, like a puppet, tell me what to say. I, 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 li- I
1: am limited by your imagination. And I, I thought, cannot do anything. I thought Ryan sold that great. That.
0: Yeah. He, to, again, he's they, phenomenal. Richard, you'll are you be great. Blah, blah, blah. All that stuff that he says is just.
3: But you have touched several lives, Richard. Through your work. It's not about your happiness, but the
0: happiness you brought to others. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is so good in this movie, right. and then like I'm going to tip my hand here. So the phone rings. He lets it go to voicemail, and who's right. on the voicemail? It's Claire. Oh, right. oh,
1: and this she's asking about a very five thousand dollar bottle of wine, and it's was it five thousand five thousand, and it, it's funny. It's a funny bit. It's it a funny is, bit because like, you can
0: see on his face that
3: Richard, did you drink that wine? That that five thousand dollar bottle of wine? It's not in the rack.
1: He drank that wine. You know what's the purpose of that? Again, like I struggle with: does this movie even know what it is? Like, and like, is it trying to be quirky funny? Because that's quirky funny. That's quirky but, funny, but, but at the same well, time, it,
0: it leads us to again: Lisa Kudrow is a terrible person because she says, less...
1: "Hey, um, look,
2: it's the fundraiser for the children's hospital tomorrow night, and I was thinking of donating that bottle of wine, the um, the seventy-one Chateau Petrus. I know we were saving it for a special occasion, but um." Well, it's for a good cause,
1: so what do you think? That's cold
0: blooded, right I there.
1: It, if that's the point to make us like her less, then okay, mm-hmm. granted, it works. I think that's what it was. Okay, it, I have a. Big, I'll, I'll accept that. Now we see the, the couch of books. The couch of books is funny. It's good. I it's like a good the visual,
0: and we see him making it. And I thought that was a nice, that was another one of those um, uh, Edgar Wright it, montages. Got it. You With know, the measuring, these,
1: and sure. putting the tape on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And then,
1: how about the titles? For his books, so that's the next. So he's I having have. a conversation with Abby, and there's some funny titles:
3: Cloudscape, Death and Desolation, The Daffodil, <laughs> Memoirs of an Amnesiac, Bolero,
1: Bolero,
3: okay. Ad nauseum, Bomb of Silence,
1: Bomb B A L M. No,
3: Old Miss Ptarmigan's Blackberry Wine. Whoa, <laughs> let's uh, forget it. Titles are impossible.
0: Paperman. Paperman has not a thing to do with chickens. How the, the fuck do we get to so Paperman?
1: Paperman. So I had a note that we. I, it wasn't worth going to when they're when they're back on the beach and <laughs> uh-huh. they're talking and the conversation about Jesus was a carpenter. It wasn't enough that he saved mankind. He had a trade. Richard says he's only a paperman, referring to himself. Oh, I miss it. again, oh. so again, I think this this piece of there's a difference between creating something out of nothing. If it's something that is concrete, soup, or a piece of carpentry, there's value in that. Sure. Creating something like a religion that saves mankind or a book, this insubstantial piece, there's no value in that. And yeah. he self-deprecatingly refers to himself as a paper man that's i i missed that's all the callback of that. yeah. okay if you want to just skip to that little bit to chuckle at it it's one hour three minutes and 59 seconds That's yeah, a fun le-
0: if you are a amazon prime oh, yeah. member you this can watch free. this whole movie for free absolutely if you want to mm.
1: if you want to watch it sure i say
0: once more todd mm. Mm. uh
1: so abby then suggests Paperman, which he takes mm-hmm. yeah now they go to john's drive and again that great scene the great Exchange this warm meal between the two of them. Bryce the douche shows up at when they're at the Is that when he, he plans yeah, the and, party? And, and oh, okay. then he, he, he makes the offer for the party. Could use my place. What? Seriously? Yeah, why not?
3: This weekend's not so good, but uh, my wife's back. But, uh, you know, she, we could do next week, Friday.
0: Friday is cool. <laughs> and I loved Emma. Really? Dude what are you doing you're ruining that's my right. sanctuary right from chicken shit yes that, abby's nickname because yeah, she puts a little picture of him
1: on the chicken shit that's on right. the
0: chicken not a hen um <laughs> uh, so then the least hen. <laughs> so then claire comes to visit this movie got super fucking serious at this moment
1: Yeah, it does Holy is this cow.
0: this is the whole um claire shows up Is upset that he has built the books
1: out of the sofa. Finds the Care Bear.
0: Finds the Care Bear. Wonders what that that is. Yeah. Abby gave him.
1: uh, This is where he asks, are you. Are we uh, unhappy or
3: are we just pretending to be unhappy? What do you mean? Are we just pretending to be unhappy to add drama to our lives?
1: Captain Excellent is urging Richard. Will you just tell her?
0: And he's in the closet. That's the funniest bit. In peril when evil surrounds you, when
1: danger okay, again, every time Ryan That's Reynolds the most shows Deadpool. up because, yeah, because, because of the when, when they slam the door, and then a... okay, those are great scenes, but mm-hmm. there's not, it's just but it it's so
0: weird that we're we have. I, I know it's an old trick to have something funny happen before something serious, sure. Without that, the audience will be so drained of being so tense and sure. sad. That they won't be able to have it. So I think that's So
1: argu- arguably that's his purpose throughout the whole show, right? Is, is it, again, is you, le- you have to have to it's dynamics, right? You to have give it the,
0: it's weird. On IMDb, this is listed as a comedy, comma, drama. Like,
1: Bull eh, motherfucking shit. Put those yeah, reversed. I would, yeah. It's a, it's a drama, drama with some comedy. With yes. some funny moments, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. So Captain Excellent, mm-hmm. you know, is urging Richard, just tell her. And, mm-hmm. and actually, to his credit, he does. Richard is taking a chance by sharing his feelings. Their lives are ridiculously easy. Are they faking their unhappiness? Claire says,
2: no, no, it's real. It's very real. I'm, I'm going home
0: now. And then she oh. leaves.
2: I'm, I'm going home now.
1: Uh, my note was, oh, he's not 23 anymore. Claire grew up, but he didn't. So I'm like, oh, is it the whole Peter Pan thing? Like yeah. again, like there's all these really good raw material all throughout this movie, mm-hmm. but like it just it was either too heavy handed in one part or wasn't developed in another. Like something that's fair, some, something misses, which I think. Makes this not a great movie. Yeah. You know, like, like yeah. it's not, and again, you can't point to the performers because they're phenomenal. They're and not, even,
0: there's not a weak link. No. In, in the cast. In any of the, I mean, there's only it's a small 12 cast. people yeah. in the movie, but everyone's great. Yeah. There's absolutely. nobody i them like, well, they kind of didn't pull their weight.
1: So like this idea, okay, well, is it the boy who never grew up? Is that like, I, so I don't know.
0: I, and again, spoilers. <laughs> getting to the end, that is completely reversed at the end of this movie, but we'll get there. Yeah. What I did like was the next scene where he is trying to write. He's taken everything outside.
1: Right. Now, now the living room is outside, <laughs> and he's trying. And to he's type, writing outside, but
0: it keeps cutting in between him at the typewriter, Captain, Captain Excellent at Excellent the typewriter, just back and forth. And every time it's Captain Excellent at the typewriter, he's doing it cartoonishly. Right. It's it's great. And what does
1: he say every when he, when he's seeing what Richard is writing? Ah!
0: because oh, he's in the pile of leaves right. yeah and he yeah. just uncovers himself and he's like, unbearable.
1: <laughs> is then it covers himself back up is he afraid that richard will not need him if he progresses
0: i think so that, i mean he literally keeps stopping him from doing stuff that will uh move him forward sure. in life
1: so abby then is teaching him how to fillet 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 the fish Yes. Uh, and she made him papermen. A little nod there. Uh-huh. Richard gives him a swan. So th- this he's perfected the origami. Right, because the first time little, he does it, she's it's, like, it's a pin? Is it a great big fat girl? Oh, no. Uh, is, it, is she a great
0: big fat person? Uh, Danny, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, and then we have this party. It's a big party. He, and he got a pinata. Oh, wait, no. I like something in the fish cutting scene. Oh, what do you like there? At.
0: The would you rather.
3: Okay, would you rather... Always walk backwards or stub your toe every time you took a step.
1: I didn't have that written down, but that's interesting. Again, the first one points, would you rather have no friends or no parents? So, even like, are they both finding some degree of happiness together? Is their friendship enhancing both I of And I kept
0: life? waiting for the reveal that Emma Stone's character had killed her parents.
1: We don't know that she didn't.
0: Oh, was we that don't something that, that was didn't? cut out of the movie? No. Like, Whoa, shit! Be. This is too you dark. You can't
1: prove. You can't prove she didn't. Uh, we'll write a letter too. No one writes letters. Tony. Now we're at the party. Hang which on. this is going to be uncomfortable. If there's a moment that you know, you know, there's no way it's going to end well. So Richard, you know, right, for, having a party with these high school kids. But and of course, I didn't it's not a small, cozy end, gathering. And well, uh, as bad as
0: it sure does, I mean, you. Okay, so let's go through
1: it. It's the tr- you know it is the trope of the oh we were just gonna have a couple of people over and then literally like the whole people just keep coming. I'm pretty sure that's the
0: entire high school because it's Montauk, yeah, right? So it's not gonna be a big high school, but it feels like it's right.
1: But everyone's everybody. there. Everybody and Richard is welcoming. You know, again, there's a little bit of Richard there's is a little drunk. Pathos. First there's a little, of little there's a little pathos though mm-hmm. in the scene. Like he's opening up his home, he's welcoming people in 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 this enthusiastic drunken state welcoming people and they're blowing past him into his part into the his the little, opening the door montage was was just so it sad it was sad it's very sad <laughs> like yeah.
0: the one going like, see our id am just getting in the kids just completely walking oh, it's past terrible. him like, fuck you old man
1: yeah it, <sighs> it, yeah whole lot of pathos throughout the whole movie
0: he's trying to it's weird because of what happens at the end he's trying to be a cool dad
1: so i wrote down cringe and, mm. and and i was like if you or i threw a party for high school kids this is exactly what it would be like for us we would be richer <laughs> like i mean first of all and that's no <laughs> but if in some if if, in if, if one of try, the multiverses we where to, we're terrible fathers that's right that's what it would be like but it was so cringy mm-hmm. like that that whole scene is cringy
0: yeah because it's weird because the parent in me is like hey whoa f- calm the fuck down and i'm like oh he's not a parent he's just an adult right who is throwing a party so it puts it in and the he got area. them a keg like, mm. they didn't
1: even have to bring booze he got them a keg well although bryce and his friends come in they've got some stuff and
0: yeah and they make fun of the keg, fact that sure. he got, <laughs> i love when emma walks in she goes oh
3: that's a pinata
0: uh, yeah, I went for the donkey, you know, go classic.
3: <laughs> you don't, uh, you don't really do parties much, do you? No,
0: I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, no, this is not going to end gonna well end for well. you, Richard. And sure enough, it doesn't. So, so they're at the party, and what happens?
0: Abby and Bryce get into this
1: argument,
0: and they kind of go their separate ways. And throughout the night, Jeff keeps checking in with Abby, waving to her and all this stuff. And he goes into his room, and who's in there? Bryce. And some random chick. And he is straight up fucking that girl. <laughs> Was no, he? he is
1: 100%. No, I had making out. I need to go back. Okay, so again, we'll be going back to Amazon Prime Video for this.
0: Um, and he's like, <laughs> "I love Jeff's reaction." Oh,
2: sorry. Yeah, yeah. First right.
0: of all, they're children. Right. Second of all, they're in his it's home. It's your fucking house. Yeah. Third of all, it's your bedroom wait a minute
1: (laughs) Uh, again it's such an absurd string we would not be in that situation Uh but if we were that would would be be a bridge too far right now like like i'm helping you out the front door of my house immediately
0: and he certainly tries He's like
1: you don't do this to her you don't do this to that little girl
0: he completely keeps saying that and that makes a scene later completely out of character for him
1: well we should point out he gets his ass kicked yes exactly he He tries to fight him he's like you're just a kid i'm just a kid
0: pops him one and then Abby comes to his rescue, and she's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And he and Bryce reveals the meanest
1: thing that he says a in the movie: "Dick,
3: she's fucking crazy." Anyway, why don't you go back to the loony bin where you belong? And take him with you.
0: So, Which kind of peels back another mystery: Why was she in a natural institution? Sure, sure. Did she kill her parents?
1: We don't know. If oh. she did. <laughs> so, so it's over, right? Like
0: everyone leaves, and then there's, and then They're. He's got his head in her lap. She's, you know,
1: She's um, got a funny line, chicken shit or he does. Chicken shit is an asshole. Oh, okay. that's
0: before they're laying down, but then they're on the book couch and he is um half asleep, half, half drunk, drunk half, and half he sick. says, I love
3: you. It's not, you know, decent or I just find when I examine my heart, I find that I think that there's
1: love there. Even hearing that, I still stand by my earlier call that he is not making a pass at her. That, and I it's agree a platonic with you. For friendship. But we'll it's get it's to where it's a problem. Life. Okay. Yeah. But
0: then, what does she
1: reveal? Well, she tells her backstory.
2: It wasn't really a, a loony bin. It was, I mean, I was only there for
3: a couple of months, you know, just until I, uh, my parents thought. I'd, I never told them.
2: It was a pact. Me and Amy were both supposed to go into
3: the water, and she did it.
2: I swam back. I could. I could. so unhappy
3: about eight I guess you you're too young to know that you can get over anything
1: so that's heartbreaking first of all so again, <laughs> you age back to of that, my daughter right right so absolutely was, so it, until but,
0: today the age of your son.
1: That's right. Uh, the oh. goon who turned uh, nine today. But, Ugh. but you know, Abby frames it perfectly. She's like, what could we have been... Uh, she doesn't understand what they could have been so unhappy about at eight. Right? Which is... and it's, This is
0: the part of the movie this, that... At eight, having your twin sister drowned, that's enough to send somebody to need some, some help. They yeah, didn't but, need to add in that it was a suicide So if, it's, if That it's, was...
1: If I don't agree a, with that if being If it's there. not a parent... Before this point, mm-hmm. this is the moment where the movie hammers at home. This movie is not the quirky piece that the trailer makes it out Fuck. to be, right? Um, you now, again, we're, I, we're we're talking about you know all of these juxtaposing ju- you know juxtaposing elements throughout the movie. So again, we've got. Richard and Claire, who are theoretically faking their unhappiness, right. right? Whereas Abby and Amy, her sister, made a suicide pact at eight. So you've got literally these, you literally know, had literally something yeah. over their heads, yeah. So. Um, but you know, and I,
0: uh, I, I know we did in the beginning, but I gotta say again, suicide is a very real, very scary thing. Dealing with depression, it is something I have dealt with in my life, mm-hmm. and I have had suicidal thoughts in the past. I have seek the proper care that you need if you need help don't be afraid. Having those kinds of things is nothing to be embarrassed about.
1: I have... That's the first time I've said that in public. Holy cow. Well, I salute you, sir. Thank you. I have uh, the initials of my uncle on my arm who killed himself when Mm. I was in high school. So, yeah, it's not like that's not a topic worth exploring. I don't know. I just... I guess I feel like this movie isn't good enough to, (laughs) to do it in a way... Like, it's... I don't know. I
0: think it... Hmm. I would go one step further in that if it had just been... I had to go away because my eight-year-old sister drowned right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I, you know, when she's telling the the fake story, she's like, "I swam around trying to find her." Yeah, all this stuff that I feel at eight is enough for her to have to go away. This almost felt like a oh, you thought you felt bad for this character before. Here's some suicide. It almost and it, it's too much. Yeah, it almost it's feels like
1: is it is it done? And I, I don't want to. I mean, I didn't no. Go ahead. To, no, I mean no. I mean like. I haven't written a movie, so I don't want to be like throwing stones in somebody who has. It almost feels a little heavy-handed. Like, oh to yeah, point. Like, let's yeah. just pull some. We know that suicide is a, is a trigger for people. Yeah, so here so, we go. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's too much. I don't know. All right, again, not the movie. And if you look at the trailer, which, to be fair, I'm sure the writers and the director did not edit, create the trailer. I'm oh, sure clearly they did they not. Did not. But whoever created that trailer, shame on them. Should not be editing trailers. No, absolutely not. Because that, in no way. So that moment, that moment has no relationship to the movie you think you're going to see from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. Um, that here's, great scene after it. So, oh, that's tough. So a scene I hate, but then a great scene after it, which is the meeting of the Harveys.
0: And did you notice behind them the tree that was outside the window? had like a purple light on it and then there were green lights around it. I did not notice it that was, it was
1: interesting kind
0: of indicative of something's off with these two characters and then Ryan Reynolds starts talking to Kieran Culkin.
1: and there's the name' Tyler
0: Durden like,
1: <laughs> which is again why you have to have Captain Excellent in the movie because mm-hmm. so they each have Harvey's, right
0: uh, they each have
1: Tyler Durden right. well that would make but that I would think make... Jeff
0: Daniels wants to be Captain Excellent.
1: Yeah, but then that would make Christopher Abby. Or well, is it is, wouldn't Jurgens, you think that, that Christopher
0: is kind of... How long did he say sh- they had been together? Was uh, it since his sister died? Yes. So he's the substitute for the death of the sister. So right. that was, what, eight years
1: ago? Good question.
0: Somebody write it in for reshoots. Yep. Captain Excellent asks Christopher, how long have you been with her? Yep. And that's kind of, if you haven't figured it out by this point... First of all, you're a fucking idiot because right. because now we're going to tell the imaginary you. friend right. is talking to someone who we've never seen with other imaginary so friend. Yeah. yeah. But when it's
1: a, I think that's a new, I think that's our new term. It's a meeting of the Harveys. <laughs> that's what I'd like the... to. That's what I'd like to refer to that as.
0: <laughs> Will it apply to any other movie?
1: If it does, we'll know what to call it. No, yeah, it's a I meeting know. of the Harveys.
0: He says, "How long have you been with her? Since she was eight. You? Oh,
3: Christ, has got to be over forty years." Second grade. Isn't he a little old for you?
0: I keep telling him that. He never listens. They never do. No. Christopher was created... As a result of that trauma. ...when Amy died.
1: Yeah, and then at first I was like, well, was she lying? Was it his brother? Is Christopher... Oh, that's a good... But mm, I don't think... But no. See, again, it's... I don't know. So is he merely a creation to help her get through that?
0: She would, I think... As heavy-handed and as beat you over the head with all this cri- stuff, yeah. I think that would have been something she revealed to Jeff she Daniels would, right. in that last scene. Like, I, right. I, I don't think it's not Christopher Amy, it's was Christopher.
1: Yeah, I don't think Christopher actually was a real person. No, no, um,
0: no. which is weird because he professes. I,
1: I mean, just it's I think off just enough to not be good. There's
0: a lot of other movies that parts of this movie would make a good movie on their own. If this was Emma Stone and Kieran Culkin. And in the beginning, he's pining over, and all this stuff's happening. And all of a sudden, let's say this is a, a tight hour and a half, quirky yep. indie rom com. Yep. But halfway through, you find out whoop, she's his imaginary friend. I'd watch that movie.
1: That'd sure. be that'd be a lot sure. of
0: fun. That all of a sudden you realize, oh gosh, he is a figment of her imagination. That's so right. fucking messed up that your imaginary friend is in love with you, but it is unrequited love. Yeah. What does that tell you about yourself? That's a, yeah, that's I, a story worth watching. That's I, rather, I, rather yeah, watch I would I would have rather watched that movie. And that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> that, the writer who See, comes...
1: See, we, we could totally write a movie. Let's do this. All right.
0: Uh, this is the end of the podcast. Hey, Thank you, you guys for listening. listening. None, <laughs> of,
1: none of you take this idea. Uh,
0: this is copywritten. We are going to nail uh, it to ourselves.
1: <laughs> so, great scene with the meeting of the Harveys.
0: And I really liked when they shook hands. Did you notice that Captain Excellent's costume got brighter?
1: I did not. When their hands oh. touched
0: the blue gets like no. goes from like kind of like a from the man of Steel blue <laughs> to the Christopher Reeve blue got it it goes and i was like
1: oh i like that a lot now we have a confrontation oh god
0: because right? then m- Lisa you have comes. to have
1: that in this movie right
0: and a couple times when she shows up he's always like is it this date like right. is it the 15th And she shows up smacks him because the because emma stone and they've fallen asleep and, together yeah right. they're uh, asleep on the couch. and what is his response is it the 22nd already
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i was like oh boy so the brilliant Chris Parnell, is In the comes scene Chris Parnell yeah. with another lady who I did not recognize, but uh, was fine.
0: But I, Chris Parnell, is very welcomed after all the heaviness we had just had right. because he makes that scene.
1: He does, and he's not being funny in anything more than a very subtle way. But... <laughs> like
0: my favorite was, so they're hiding in like the kitchen. Right. That's right. And I love when he goes, Can "I just maybe get out of here. Can we just get out of here? What do you mean by that? I leave this area."
1: Well, I love when they finally leave. He's like.
3: We're going to go. We're, we're just going to go. Uh, B&B? Just anywhere? Anywhere.
0: And then, as, <laughs> as they're leaving, Jeff Daniels goes, oh, so
3: We so should that. all go on a cruise or something.
0: Read Lu- the room. Lucy and Peter. Lucy and Peter.
1: Right. Uh, so as they're driving away, Peter. I think that was a that so I mean, Lucy. I, I think they hibernate. I think, I think they hibernate. hibernate. <laughs> That's
2: great.
0: That's great. Oh, is that uh, when they're driving away? Is that in the... Is that in the? Is that one of the That's, cutaways? It's one of the cutaways yeah. during the scene. Oh, so then,
1: you know, again, we learn more about the relationship between Richard and Claire. Oh God. They didn't have a baby. Why is that? He never grew up.
0: But then he's ready now, and she says, "I can't." Is that? Is that just? I don't think her that means age? like she's.
1: I think, I don't. I think she means she's not at a place in her life where she could do that. Like maybe there was a time. When, when she's starting been, out, yeah, uh, okay. Yeah, or even yeah, even just the way she views the world. Yeah. Um, but he's got a great line here, and so he talks about the relief of being able to give the world to someone else and let it be theirs. Oh no, let I them have their turn, so it doesn't have to end with me. <sighs> great
0: line, and he does There's, a great job. There at, are nuggets of greatness yes, in this, like then. Yes, they're arguing and they're going back and forth, and she keeps saying that he had sex with Abby, and he keeps saying no, and I'm like. This is very – I don't understand why Emma Stone walks runs out. Like, I understand she's a child. Right. But she, she seems like the kind of character that would have stuck around and been like, no, no, you don't understand. Nothing like that has no, ever happened. You know,
1: I'm, I'm okay with that because she's still a girl. She's a girl dealing with an, an angry adult woman, the wife of her friend. Like, she's not – she is not equipped teenager to adult woman. Not just an adult woman. Yeah, that's true. But a – vascular surgeon right like adult woman who is screaming get out of there's no parody between them you know you such a power differential
0: but i feel like this is the same thing i have the problem with with most ben stiller movies yeah like all the meet the parents anytime there is a miscommunication if ben stiller's characters went everybody shut up for a second here's what's actually happening
1: right it would clear everything up
0: real credits movie's over got it perfect example i have nipples greg can you milk me no, you're a man. Usually, it's the female of the species. <laughs> Boom! Science fix done. End of movie. <laughs> Fucking hate those movies. Okay, so apparently all right, that we was can't that... write a movie then. Okay, <laughs>
1: okay, so uh, but, but weird, then again, another weird callback. And ahead. he had the weird line in this fight. So that's when uh, Claire, oh, said, the, Richard I, I wasn't ready. Now Claire can't, <laughs> and then Richard. Said, I don't know what to do with my hands. Did he take that from Tall Taker Nights? Like, did this start as a bar bet? Like, like somebody was like. <laughs> You can't write an indie film character study that uses "I don't know what to do, do with, with my hands. hands." I'm not
3: sure what to do with my hands. Does,
0: does she, does she not say "I don't know what that means"? She, I believe she's like she should. What I the don't. fuck are you talking yeah. about? And then oh, the most heartbreaking part is when she's like, "You were the one that everybody was jealous of, and all this stuff, and you were the one who made me laugh." What happened? You stopped laughing. Oh, when he said that, I audibly made the sound. I just did. I went,
1: "Oh." God. That's a tough one. Damn it. I, I will tell you, as recently as, I think it was either yesterday or the day before, Aubrey and I talked about what it is that has kept us together. So we've been married 12 years, been together for 14. Mazel Thank you. Uh, through some tough times, but we very clearly point to the fact that through all the tough times, we continued to laugh together. And I, I think that if a couple can laugh together and treat each other with respect, those two things will get you through everything. Don't listen to me with my three marriages. But I mean, whoa, 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 like whoa. this third one third Third time is a it. charm, buddy. That's right.
0: You're not building a basketball team.
1: You No, <laughs> no. Getting married, it's like riding a bike. The more you do it, the better you get at oh, it. God. Damn it! This one you, might need to come out. You this shut one might need your me. goddamn mouth. This one might need to come out. I wish there was a way to keep that in because that's funny.
0: <laughs> no, it's not saying in because it's I know. Dude, I, I said I wish one I of us would be on the train to D Town, <laughs> and I don't mean D Town.
1: <laughs> All right. So after the fight, Richard's on his bike. My note says, "Sad callback to Dumb and Dumber." <gasps> I said <that>. I thought <laughs> the same not. thing. I because a little motorcycle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? But not in any happy way. I was waiting for crash test dummies. It looked cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It like f- the snot, <laughs> icicles. Yeah, it was sad. So where is he going while he's freezing? Uh,
0: he's going to see Abby because... No, no,
1: no. He's going to pay his respects to the heath hen. Oh, this is when he has a conversation that, with yeah. the park ranger. The <laughs> ranger, the, ranger, the ranger, doesn't, ranger doesn't, doesn't know anything about it. Help
3: you? Yeah, I came to pay my respects. Sorry, The heath hen, the North American heath hen, this is where the last one lived. Died. Oh. i wouldn't know anything about a
1: heath
2: hen
0: did this actually happen Is this just, it, just it a war do, it does that he- now
1: it, it i yeah this is the moment that is supposed to define the movie and it so he's going to pay his respect to the heath hen the, mm-hmm. the the last surviving heath hen was in montauk this is why he's here to right. write the book here right the park ranger doesn't know anything and even that's okay like he, Richard knows about this being, this creature, this last surviving heath hen. He's going to tell its story, and he has this piece where he, he's talking about the ripple effect. The ripple effect might have changed Richard himself if the hen had been there. That is the dumbest fucking way to to wrap up the thread of this story, and that's why I think I'm unforgiving with this story because it's that's a little fucking dumb. It's I'm sorry, that's no, it's dumb. It,
0: it's a little like oh, like. Know, the cheesy thing you say to someone when you when you're dating and you you get to a certain point sure. you're like oh if, if only, only i had met you earlier well you were a different person sure that's not going to work right you met at the time that you met and worked at the time that you did because you had <laughs> experienced life sure
1: any of that would have been a better yeah, like, no. than the fucking heath hen <laughs> fuck you now fuck you heath hen if i didn't like the way the suicide is shoehorned into the story <laughs> I certainly, at this point, wish there to be a moment in which all of these threads perfectly connect into this epiphany. So I, I'm a big epiphany guy. Right? Sure, sure. Yeah. I want the protagonist our, to be changed. Yeah, our lines, yeah. right? I want him to realize something. The fucking ripple effect because of the heathen, I'm sorry. Look, and if people listening, if I got this wrong, please. Let us know. Let yeah. us know. I'm, will, I'm with we'll you. Uh, I'm in your camp. Yeah. That's the point where like, everything else we went through, now I throw it out because it was fucking dumb. Where it brings us to is stupid, and
0: I think this will be the perfect point to say that pretty much everything that happens after this in the movie feels like a different movie.
1: Yeah, because yeah, immediately, literally, please. What did, so, so, what so then next? Captain
0: Excellent is there, and he's like, "It's it's time for you to go," and he's kind of like, "No, no, you're not. You're, you still need me." He's like, "No, I I am done with you. Right. You're not understanding. I'm ready to be done with you. The Doctor and I need you not to be around so that we can yeah grow." And what does he say before he leaves? Oh, the okay. the speech again. And this is by Graftar's hammer. Because it? it's so cheesy every other oh. time. And oh, when Richard he says, says it says, here, okay. do the voice. One last
3: time.
2: Please. When the world is
3: imperiled. When evil surrounds you. Danger is lurking.
0: Who do you call, Captain? Excellent. Oh, this is kind of touching. The way that Ryan Reynolds Delivers sells it. that yeah. is the in Galaxy Quest when Alan Rickman says, "Bite Gravtar's hammer to the
1: to the dying alien." <sighs> Yeah.
0: I just, I thought that was so nice, and I will point to this, <laughs> I don't, can't believe I'm going to use this movie in defense, of anyone who says that Ryan Reynolds is a one-note actor. Watch oh, that scene. He is He's, he's great. He's different, he's Again, complex, he's sad. You know, Ugh.
1: do you think Ryan Reynolds was surprised by what this movie was? If you're Ryan Reynolds, now let's say that he only sees the scenes that he does. If you're Ryan That's Reynolds fair, and yeah. you do those scenes, do you walk away from this going, this is a great movie? This is a great quirky little movie got a this, guy oh, who... Like, God, has writer's people going to love this. Uh-huh. Oh my God! Right? Because again, fuck the ripple effect with the Heathen. But the, the scene immediately after between the two of them, I love it.
0: Yeah, it's great. Um, God damn it, that happens. Writer's block is gone. Yep. He finally figures out that what does the name of the character need to be? Richard. Richard. Right.
3: Richard regarded his solitude as something sacred, as a well earned badge of honor, a cloak to be worn to ward off life as his safety. Solitude is who he was. This caused those in his life to view him with a barely-veiled contempt. Richard was certain that he was not liked, which is hard on a man. Maybe it was because he gave nothing that he received nothing in return. In any case, his situation had become intolerable. The closest things he had to friends were either imaginary or extinct. Richard had reached a point in his life where this was no longer enough. And then he met a girl And she was warm And she was sad And she was maybe lonely in a way That reminded him of himself She'd lost things That a girl should never have lost And she knew things And she taught him And Richard thought Maybe this is what Friendship feels like
2: Maybe. It was just a glimpse. It'd barely begun, really.
3: But in those long, few winter days, she'd given him so much. Enough so that Richard could go on. And what had he given her? Just a few words on a page. Not much, perhaps. But for Abby,
0: he hoped it was enough. So and it, he writes this huge thing. He's the typing story away. is
1: inside of himself the whole time. Did you notice that there was a key missing in the typewriter? Oh, yeah. What was the key? The H. So then I got to thinking he's writing a book about the last surviving Keith oh, Hen. Jesus. And the H Christ is missing? Movie. Like, is that relevant? Yes. I don't it's, know. It's, it's Chekhov's typewriter. He can't, typewriter, write, it. He can't right?
0: write it because he doesn't have an H. Fuck you, movie. Fuck yeah.
1: you right in the ass. Yeah. If that's if that's what they're doing, it feels very clumsy. All right.
0: So here we come to the scene. He makes the origami. He goes to Emma Stone, is like, here it is. Here, this is the story that I wrote for you. Yep. What does he say to her? Seems like we were just getting started. And fucking kisses her. Oh, we're going to we're gonna take apart a part of kiss again, just like in Batman, sure. the movie. No, they they should not have kissed. Their relationship okay. was father-daughter type plutonic. And all of a sudden, they have this tender kiss. Nope. Uh, you've I'm lost okay the movie. You know, no, I'm okay with you. I'm 100%, not 100%. Gonna... It has changed the character. So then when he goes to Lisa so, Kudrow in the next scene, it's like. A horse's ass. He has a reason to say that because he has now he, kissed this other woman. Which
1: also means he was insincere, lying, every other w like But all I the never other thought moment. he was. Yeah, that's yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm it, with you.
0: It was almost like they wrote all the way to this point, went, Oh God, we have to make him the bad guy. So, so that, that Claire so is so that they can stay together. Yeah.
1: Abby is walking through her house, walks into the other room in the upstairs of this little like Cape Cod, right? It's got like the, the, the dormer mm-hmm. ceiling there. And Christopher is hanging in the middle of the room. So and Emma sold the shit out of that scene. Yeah, she's she's great again. She's, everybody's she's great. good, but yeah. fuck ah oh, this movie. But she says okay. That so her response is okay. okay
0: I don't need you anymore. Right. So so it's it, it, that is a cool juxtaposition. Richard <laughs> tells Captain Excellent, I don't need you anymore. Right now, her imaginary friend. It's so fucked up. That's the way he can, Yeah, yeah. That's so the what, way he can tell her, you don't need me anymore. I'm just going to kill myself be out right. of your
1: life. Captain Excellence's departure is uplifting. He oh. flies away. He oh. literally flies up and away.
0: And I wanted to point out, going back to that, did you catch the little nod to Christopher Reeve? He does the one fist is up. Yep. For the listener at home, he does the one fist up, and then he brings it down to his side. If you've ever seen one of the Christopher Reeve Superman movies, it's, you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. It's his, Ryan kind of Reynolds his signature
1: flight move, right? I was like, oh, that's awesome. That but, was a nice moment in this movie. I, so, again, you can stack up in this, you can stack up all these, you know, like juxtaposed examples, but Captain Excellence departure is uplifting as he literally flies up up and away right oh yes um, whereas christopher's departure is a suicide It's right? heartbreak now he's a he's a harvey he's an imaginary he's an friend ama- but, but, still, but still so then
0: yeah. as the letters finishing
1: out richard and claire reconcile sort of yeah yeah
0: the last scene is him the last scene before the credits is him getting into the car and it's the first time he drives he has never drives the rest right. of the movie so i'm wondering what symbol is no
1: longer a man child
0: <laughs> is that what that god damn it's this movie so yeah. and he turns to her and what does he say?
1: Okay, okay, okay. okay.
0: What? Okay, I'm not going to be a writer anymore. I'm going to a,
1: a job. I think it's the same. Okay, so it's the same. Okay, okay. That Abby says, mm. like it's I got this. So, uh, arguably, just... arguably with Richard and Claire, Richard's like, okay, we got this. Mm-hmm. Right. But I then I very was very happy to stop watching. But you watched a an, a post credit scene. Please tell so, me tell me of such scene.
0: Rolling. Richard's driving out of town. He's on like the main strip. Mm-hmm. He looks in the rearview mirror. Who's there? Captain An Excellent. He puts his hand up to wave to him. Yep. And then does the classic turns his his hand his waving hand around and creates the middle finger. And Flips I just don't understand what that's supposed to mean. Yeah, that it, it almost it takes away sense. it takes you know, it takes away what departs, happened 5 right. minutes before. Yeah. See
1: again. So, so we this got some things we need movie. to cover with this movie. Mm. So let's go through our uh, categories for our awards here.
0: Okay. Todd, who was your MVP? Ryan Reynolds, without oh. a doubt. Oh, I think we're going to be doing the same thing we've done every other and time. flip flop?
1: <laughs> I mean, again, he provides the most entertaining moments. So absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Captain right. Excellent. Captain
0: Excellent. Yeah. I'm going to say it's Emma Stone, because without her, the story doesn't keep moving. Sure. If you take her character out, she's the catalyst for everything that happens in the movie. It's the most valuable player. You could even make an argument if you wanted to. She's the reason that Jeff Daniels, Lisa Goodrow, closer, because without that, they wouldn't have hashed everything out. Sure.
1: Okay. I can can live with that. Okay. Yeah.
0: Your favorite character.
1: Well, we're not going to flip-flop Captain Excellent. Is this the motorcycle again? Are you just going to make- No. No. He's- Again, how can you not love the way he delivers all of those with this kind of epic, regal, noble, he seems like a hero. Does he not he, seem he like a hero?
0: Where everyone else in this movie is like at a six, yeah, he, he's at 11. Absolutely. In, so, a, in the best way possible. Yeah. Okay. Because my favorite character, Captain Excellent. 100%. <laughs> right. He is the best. He, everything you said, plus the fact that it's Ryan Reynolds. And sure. I think he's great. Sure. Best scene.
1: Oh god, that's a tough one. I, I best scene I ah, dude, this is <laughs> what's the scene I don't dislike the um you know probably Captain Excellence departure. Mm, you know I, what I mean? I, like I, that's, I agree. Like, yeah, there's, that's good. if there's any epiphany, if there's any growth, that's where it happens.
0: I said the bar scene just because I, I thought of that. You're yeah. seeing Oh, he because up to this point you're like, does he not? Is he not a good writer? Sure. Does he does not, he not have him? anything? But yeah. then he gives this whole fucking speech, and it's so empowered, and so the, the whole he car, cries. Spellbound. Yeah, that's he true. cries telling the story about yeah. fucking hen. You're that's like, good. oh,
1: you've got this. No, that's good. That's good. I, I I can see that.
0: After having the most fun,
1: Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> yep, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, He's we sweeping. don't even
0: He's sweeping. He's sweeping. And one scene you would like to cut.
1: So I don't like the way they approach the story of the suicide pact. Okay. I, don't, I feel like that's poorly executed. Yeah. But I feel like you have to have it. So I don't think you could cut that scene. So if you don't have that scene, what's the scene that you would cut?
0: <sighs> All right, I'll give you mine. Yeah, what do you think? I, the dead raccoon because yeah. it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't. It actually comes back in a weird way later because she So at the beginning of the movie when they get to the house, there's a dead raccoon on the steps. Yep. And Lisa is like, oh, he got his thoracic ripped out. Oh, poor little guy. And, takes him and throws him behind the woodpile and then later jeff daniels outside you hear raccoon chitter and you're i'm just like is this a is, this zombie a, raccoon? is this a zombie raccoon oh god is this the walking dead now i'm watching the movie but i have two okay. for cut because i would again cut the kiss Oh, oh not yeah! Not so much fair. for it being disgusting, like it is in Batman the movie. It, it completely everything. changes yeah, yeah. everything so, happening for it. It did not need so, to be there.
1: So I don't want to steal your answer because I think that that actually I think is the, the best one. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best one. The kiss, yeah. The kiss. Oh, you can. I mean, yeah. it's gross. It's but I, so I do have unnecessary. One. I do have one. It's okay. not even a whole scene. It's like <laughs> an element that I feel like is Chekhov's typewriter. Is why is the H missing? <sighs> Either do something with it, or the typewriter should have the H. Right? Like it feels when like when does he lose detail? It? Well, it's not there at all, even at the beginning. I don't beginning? think so. I feel like I remember noticing that and thinking if I see it again, I was going to write it down. I wrote it down at the end. Okay, it feels like why either there's a reason why and we should be able to figure that out, uh huh, or just make it a fucking typewriter, <laughs> dude. You know, Uh-oh. so the case of the missing H is the scene that I would cut. yeah,
0: okay. So one more time, yep, Rotten Tomatoes Ugh. score for this movie 32.
1: 32, it's an F. Clearly enough, squarely enough. Not like borderline, not like hey, if you had a couple of good bounces there, you're yeah. in passing territory. No, no, no. no, no. that's what's, fair. What's yours? That's fair. 32? Yes.
0: Oh, Thirty two? You I'll, know what? I I'm a little kinder to this movie. I'm gonna give it a fifty. It still fails. Oh, it still fails. Oh. But there are elements of a good movie in here. Like I said, if we got more of the of the uh, Emma Stone, Karen sure, Culkin. Sure. I would have liked to explore that a little more. There's half a good movie, so it's yeah, a, a fifty percent. That's, that's
1: your rule. So now I, this is very much about the movie, mm-hmm. not the performance. Because again, I no, think no, no. that the, performance is the individual great. pieces. I think everyone is fun, is wonderful in it. And I keep saying phenomenal. Everyone's wonderful. Yeah. The no. See that as a movie. Thirty. I think even thirty-two is generous. So uh, what would you give it then? Uh, Twenty-five. <laughs> oh God. A quarter. Oh, it's all half right. of what you think it is. Yeah, right, so, so
0: 25 for you, 50 for me.
1: Yeah, so squarely. S- so I think it's Still obvious. not a great what, grade what, what at we suggest that, for the two of us. S- for
0: the best part of the night for this movie. Yes. Now, choose I drew one. the
1: last two. I feel like no, it's your turn. No. Did no. you draw Paper Man?
0: I drew Paper Man. Oh, drew... me I drew X Men. Then yeah. you drew Paper Okay. So let's see if we get into a rhythm of I choose the bad movies, you choose the good movies. Oh, how, how great will that be? I do know. People will hate when I draw. That's what will happen.
1: All right, there we go. All right.
0: Fingers crossed. Okay. Okay. Casey, are you ready?
1: I am. Oh. Oh. oh I like your you reaction. You know what? Um, I feel like we're in a rhythm. So this will be The Crow starring Brandon Lee. Oh. Okay. I cannot wait to watch this again.
0: Let's see if it holds oh, up. Well. I have not seen this movie since it came out on VHS. Oh. And all I remember is let me, can oh, me I, give I you an invitation w- I went to the theater, theater crow. to
1: see this. so. Up.
0: Oh. Yeah, I was too young to see it. Yeah, I yeah. in the theater. Yeah. Hey, Todd. Yeah, Casey. What do you think the Rotten Tomatoes score for this movie well, is? Well,
1: I know what it is because I, I, I got to it Oh, near, you
0: son of a bitch. Yeah. Holy 91%?
1: Uh, I got, that's Google users. Rotten Tomatoes, I see 82%. But right, still, either on. way.
0: The Crow 1994, this movie sits at an 82%. Okay. That's solid.
1: So let's see. That was a B minus. That's in the same range as the first X-Men movie. That we Correct. Watched. So episode three was X-Men, the first X-Men movie, in the same range. Let's watch the trailer. All right, let's do it.
2: People once believed that when someone dies, a crow carries their soul to the land of the dead. But sometimes, just sometimes, the crow can bring that soul back to put the wrong things right.
3: Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Victims,
1: aren't we all? All
0: right, I'm, I'm a little more pumped okay. again now because I. I. Man, that looks good. All so right. So I
1: have happy memories of this movie and I fully expect that they are going to be validated.
0: Uh, all I remember is the line uh, let me give you an invitation of a crow. Caw, caw, bang, fuck, I'm dead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good line. That's a, a good, good line. line. So full disclosure: the first tattoo I ever got is a Chinese dragon oh. uh, with a uh with the initials JKD, representing Bruce Lee's Jeet Kune Do. He, so shut the up. I am a hundred percent biased here, but Ooh. we'll go through that. So I'll make my biases known. Yes, you will. Uh, Next I'm a huge time. Bruce Lee fan. So
0: all right. So that'll do it for episode four. Paperman. Paperman. Todd. Where can people find you on social media, should you wish to have to them found. find you?
1: Yes, uh, pl- you can read my writings at TMPinSYR.com or on Twitter at tmpinsyr. Casey, yes. Where can you be found on the social medias?
0: On Instagram, I am not dot Ryan Casey, and on Twitter, I am not Ryan Casey. Excellent. Also. Yes. Todd, you set us up with a website.
1: I did, yes. So to make things easier for our fans, because superpodherocast.podbean.com is a mouthful. Follow us on Twitter, uh, or we're going to use the hashtag T-S-P-H-C, mm-hmm. the Superpod Cast, uh, or go to TSP hc.com, which will redirect you to our Podbean page. Casey, where can they listen to our podcast?
0: You can find us on our host, Podbean, Cast, iTunes, or wherever you find your podcast. Excellent. And we would also ask going to Apple Podcast and writing a review and rating us. That'll really help us out.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Please if do. If you
0: like it, great. If you don't, sure. let us know.
1: So, Casey, if we got something wrong, mm-hmm. or if our folks loved us, yeah. how could they let us know?
0: Besides on Apple Podcasts, you could also email us at superpodherocast at gmail.com.
1: Excellent.
0: All right. So that'll do it for episode four, Paperman of the Superpod Hero Cast. For Todd Panic, I'm Casey Ryan.
1: For Casey Ryan, I'm Todd Panic. Be, be heroic.
0: Wait a minute. Try to get because yes. I didn't say be heroic. Yes. I don't know what the yes. fuck I said. Right. Okay. One, two, three. Be, be heroic. heroic. Be heroic.
1: I hope you've watched it.
0: I did. We watched it separately.
1: I was talking to our viewers, our oh, listeners. Yes. Well, if you did, you, yeah, then Jesus uh, Christ, we can't see. even stay uh, on topic. Oh, this one's going to be tough. Okay, so. All right.
0: Oh yes. What are we drinking, to- <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, let's try yeah. that again. I've right. pretty much sounded like
0: this did, since I was since puberty. No kidding. Yeah, that's I, amazing. And I, <laughs> my voice waited till later in life, but I I never went through this. Like one day, I just. Just, I distinctly remember waking up and my mom being like, hey, it's time for school. And I okay, was like, mom. I'll be right there.
1: <laughs> what the fuck?
0: <laughs> it's like the beginning of Big. Right.
1: You got it. Right. I was Josh. You were Josh. That's funny.
0: But I feel like this is the same thing I have the problem with with most Adam, um, Adam Sandler. Adam, most this events, is not an Adam Sandler. Most, uh, I'll take it and I'll fix it in post and make it yeah. nice and tight. <laughs> Thank you. That's what she Um, said. Oh, Oh, hey. I don't know what to do with my hands. (laughs) Phenomenon.
1: Oh, we can't pay for that. I'm sure there's a. a, Well, look, they just
0: fired the second Kermit, so fuck them. All right. All right. So the Rotten Tomatoes for this movie is. Nope.
1: Excuse me, sir. Oh, no shit. So the Google's pulling an old. Okay. So, oh, wait. That's the crown. Casey, (laughs) save it for the Royals podcast.
0: Holy shit both.
1: Yeah, Casey, how could someone let us know? I just said it. Well, right. Rating us. <laughs> oh right, sure. That I meant, yeah. Hey, or if you're not cap and you don't want to write a letter, oh. you could send us an email.
0: Oh, you could send us a- Oh, yeah. well done, sir. Thank I you. completely okay. That's all
1: right. Listen, we're still getting our rhythm. It's Jesus only episode Christ. 4.
0: Christ. Okay, do it again.
1: So, Casey, if someone doesn't agree with us, how can they contact us?
0: Uh, besides on Apple Podcasts, you yes. can also write us an email Ooh. at the superpodherocast at gmail.com.
1: I believe it's superpodherocast. Fuck it, so, duck, it is. Okay, okay. one more time. Yeah.
0: Third time's charm. For the love of Christ, remember right. to take cut that this all out. Cut
2: this.